everyone, and thank you for listening to the High Sensitivity Podcast, and welcome to not a regular regular serialized episode. This is the third Ooh. annual Game of the Year Awards, presented by Craig, Craig, and Barry. Yes. Your, yes. Your yes. favorite podcasting trio is now going to pull <laughs> off their Game Awards in no suits this time around. Nope. I wore a suit earlier. No. Uh, I'm recording from what's the equivalent of a, of a closet. <laughs> we we make it work and i make sure that the people hear what we what they need to hear and that's what games mm. they needed to play from this year that they didn't get to yes so you can see i have trailers from this year's games i have no yes. idea how long this is going to go we'll see if it lasts the entire <laughs> podcast and then we have craig we, we have yes. craig r over here and he's yep. got the power of old games i'm absorbing all Ooh. my personal top games of all time and i'm you know sucking them in to give me power to win all these categories. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> but just so just so we go over some regular kind of rules for this, we aren't going to go into spoilers while doing the game of the game of the year awards section, but once we go into our personal top 10s and we try fighting to see what, you know, it's going to make the yep. podcast's top 10 overall, we are going to be talking about spoilers. So I do want people to enjoy this as much as they can enjoy the awards portion of things that we have going on, the fun ones that we have, the more serious conversations we're going to have. But if you are scared of spoilers for any of the games toward the end, and I'm going to give another warning as well, you may want to skip to the end or, mm -hmm. you know, get in touch with us on social media to find out which one we announced is probably what I'll say. There is the best option, but enough stalling let's get this started let's do it let's do it all right we're gonna go right into the first category it's a big one there's 14 nominees we're gonna look at most anticipated game of next year so uh i'll just go down the list for everybody we have hogwarts legacy dead island 2 dead space the remake forspoken legend of zelda tears of the kingdom Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Final Fantasy XVI, Alan Wake 2, Stalker, Atomic Heart, Spider-Man 2, Wanted Dead, and Immortals of Avium. Ooh, what a Quite list. list. And, and, and some of these, like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, may end up getting delayed till the beginning of next year, but True. we haven't heard anything. We, we got to go off of what we know right now. And exactly. as of right now, they are coming out next year yeah so i mean i we can argue but i think the first one that we can take off has got to be for spoken right yeah we can take oh off my for god and i'm i'm <laughs> i think yes. that's the okay one. That one all right let me let me scratch that all right now Still go canceling my pre-order <laughs> what else we got <laughs> um i just don't foresee i don't know if we're getting like, I just feel like Spider-Man 2 is not happening in 2023. It is. It is, for sure. I, I But I feel like it's getting pushed, though. <laughs> no, like, it won't. I don't think so. I think that's a given. I think it's a given we get that next year. Okay. I, I think if I... Go ahead. If I need to start cutting some stuff off, uh, sure. what I'm going to do is probably go Dead Island 2. I'm okay with that. I'm, I have so, high hopes so for it. I have high hopes for it, but I am ready to be disappointed. Um, can we safely cut Alan Wake too as well? I think so. I'm excited for it, 
but I was gonna say yeah. I, I I knew I knew Craig R was excited for it. So yeah, yeah. I will say this though: them saying that it's like an open world survival type game, kind of, you know, my my anticipation died a little bit with that because that's not what I want. Hmm. My next one I want to put for is Wanted Dead. And I Listen, keep wanting and I Barry, keep did you watch that trailer? Alive. Yes, I did. I <laughs> you watched the yes. Wanted Dead trailer? <laughs> yes, that looks phenomenal. It does. It it's does. the right kind of weird. It's like a like a Bayonetta weird. Yeah, and I've like Bayonetta, so I'm again, so so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of other ones. Maybe Stalker. Stalker. Yep. I'm alright with Stalker falling off. Yeah. Yep. Also, also, shout out to uh, just found out one of the developers. I think that released this week. He uh, he died in the war. Yeah. But we don't want to get too somber on there. But just shout out to him and his family and the whole development team because that's that's a definitely a promising game that we hope see we see. Soon. Sure. Um, Look, my thing here is I feel like we need to kick off a Final Fantasy. Okay. And I'm pretty positive Rebirth isn't going to make it to this year. I'm excited okay. for that game. But I don't think I don't think Rebirth will make it to uh, I don't think Square Enix is going to release two huge Final Fantasy seven games or Final Fantasy games. Right. But uh, in the same year, I will say this. My thing is, is if that comes out this coming year, like that has the potential to be game of the year for me. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So like anticipation is extremely high for that game. Whereas I don't (laughs) think Final Fantasy 16 would be game of the year. I'll tell you what, I, I think 16 could be. Yeah. Yeah, so like I was impressed, Barry. I'm kind of where you're at. I was impressed by the recent footage that they just dropped on it. If they if they somehow get both of them out this year, they could have the year that Pokemon wanted this year in terms of like I mean, yes, they Pokemon did release um, like two major ones this year, but they could have like without bugs the year that Pokemon wanted to have this year. You know, well, how do you guys feel about Suicide Squad? Because we really haven't seen too much other than trailers. Is my thing. So I want it to be good, but I think we can cut it. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can cut it. There's a bunch okay. on here. I'd re- I'm more anticipating than that. I also say we could cut Legend of Zelda, but that's just me. <sighs> see, I see. We can't take away Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, it's, not it, it, yet. It's most anticipated like that. Yeah. That's Zelda there for you, not for me. <laughs> that's we can get rid of. Have... We can get rid of Immortals of Avian yeah. too because yeah. we haven't okay, seen yeah. anything on that game yet. All right. So do we, we really need? To, do, do we really need to cut any more? No, Maybe we can just kind of figure out now. What yeah, it's that's fine. Be. So we I have do. all right. So we got Hogwarts Legacy, Dead Space, Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Final Fantasy XVI, Atomic Heart, Spider Man Two, and Wanted Dead. See, and I and I really do think the for me like one and two are Hogwarts Legacy and Spider Man Two. Now that we have a confirmed that it's that's out or it's coming out this fall. I am excited for Hogwarts. Um, Dead Space is a big one, but it's a remake. Exactly. That's. Yeah. Um, I think my my personal one and two would be assuming they all come out would be Hogwarts and Final Fantasy Seven. I think my my two. I'm gonna stick to Tears, man. Okay. I think Here's my I think my one and two are Tears and Spider Man Two. Okay. Okay. So we have two lists with Spider-Man 2 on it and two yeah. lists with Hogwarts Legacy. So do so we it, so we could do Spider-Man 2 and Hogwarts. I think I think that's where we end up here. That's just reasonable. Be, just because I I would say tears everybody knows I'm a huge Zelda fan, but mm-hmm. I do worry that they it's been delayed so many times that mm-hmm. it may just not be the 
the right. game I want it to be, uh, to be honest. We, so, I want more of the dungeon portion of things, and it seems to be going more Skyward Sword, if I had to make it. So, but between those two, Hogwarts and Spider-Man, I feel like Spider-Man is is more of a lock to absolutely be a good game, whereas Hogwarts has the potential to not be a good game. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right? I mean, I yes. want Hogwarts to be great, and everything I've seen so far, I'm like, that looks great. But I think Spider-Man is like, you know that game's going to be great. Yeah, there's no 100%. way it's not. Yeah, I still, no I, I still put Hogwarts as number one because yeah. I'm also taking, like, the general consensus into it for, like, people. Yeah. In that, pe- like, many people are excited for Hogwarts Legacy. So, okay. uh, and, and it definitely is the more of, I want to say, volatile of the two games where mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you know what we're getting out of a Spider-Man game. You know, we've seen most of the Spider-Man stuff. I just think the storytelling will be pr- really good in this one. Uh, Hogwarts mm-hmm. is the most... Uh, you know, chemic, I guess, nuclear, ra- mm-hmm. radioactive, however you want to put it, that touch this thing and it could be greater, could be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Could be really bad. I mean, I'm fine with that if we want to do Hogwarts and Spider-Man right. it too. All right. Lock it in. Our first, our first in. award's been handed out. Yep. Most yes. anticipated Hogwarts Legacy with a runner-up to Spider-Man. Two. Two. All right. Next category. We're rolling. All right, we're on game I wish I played this year. We have nine people or nine mm-hmm. games in this category here. We have Sifu, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Temtem, Immortality, Saints Row, Choo Choo Charles. I just love that it's on there. <laughs> Neon White, The Mortuary Assistant, and Resident Evil 8 DLC. So this is, this is tough because some of the ones that you guys put on here that I played, I'm like, oh, those games were awful. Not awful, well, yeah, that's the suck. thing. So like, yeah. I'm taking Wonderlands out. Yeah, I, that I game am, was I, bad. Yeah, I'm taking Wonderlands out. <laughs> was it? I never played it. That's it was <laughs> bad. I would also, I would also float out there that Sifu is bad as well. Is yeah, it? I'm oh, okay with, I'm okay like with taking off Sifu. Temtem uh, wasn't look, good either. I'm taking off. See, like, th- I like this. This is easy. Uh, Temtem was yeah. not good. Definitely, I know my answer. Definitely immortality. Definitely yes. that one. Because mm-hmm. like yeah. for me, where we're I'm, at now is, mm-hmm. I would take off Choo Choo Charles as well. I don't even know what that is. It's a uh, it's essentially Thomas the Tank Engine a game. If he was like a devil. Oh or yeah yeah yeah, where he's thing. chasing after you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I do know what that game is. Okay. <laughs> I really to watch. <laughs> I really wanted to play Neon White. I just haven't played it yet. Mm. So that one, and obviously we were all hyped for the Resident Evil 8 DLC and none of us played it. Exactly. Yeah. So and I feel I, like that's the winner, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that, yeah, that is the winner in my eyes. Like it's RE8 <laughs> DLC and Immortality because after, you know, Craig, uh, Craig yeah. R here hyped it up to me. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah, sure. we, I was all, when we did that, the podcast where we all picked like our things that I was like, yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm buying that day one and I haven't yeah. even bought it yet. <laughs> and I haven't even bought it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I, but again, it comes down to like DLC is hard for me when I finished a game like months ago or, it, or yes. last year. It takes a lot. So I, yeah, it's I, hard to pick it back up. Yeah, I do plan on playing it. Um, but and I also didn't play Mortuary Assistant and I was hyping that game up. <laughs> you got you got my wife playing that. She played yeah. it for like 20, 25, maybe even 30 hours. Like okay. <laughs> I can't muster up the courage though yet. <laughs> so Resident Evil 8 DLC. But what's the runner up? Uh, I think immortality. Immortality. 
That's fair. I like that. All right. Uh, next up for us is best moment of the year. Oh boy. Uh, this of course has some spoilers to it. I were, I'm going to try not to talk about them yet, sure. but we'll get there. First off, we're going to go horizon forbidden West flying God of war, Ragnarok spark of the world. God of War Ragnarok Anger Boda, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Chapter 5, Bayonetta 3 Rhythm Fight, Elden Ring and Going Holy F, oh, you High on Life, you say MST, it. <laughs> Going Holy Fuck, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> High on Life, Whoa. MST 3000, In the Movie Theater, Golf yep. Plus, Playing the Mini Games with Friends, mm-hmm. Demon Souls, Actually Liking a Souls Game, Callisto Protocol Below, Stray, mm. Knocking Things Off Shelves, Plague Tale Requiem, The Ending, Need for Speed Unbound, Finding the BMW M3 for Most Wanted. Yes. That's, I feel like that's very specific. It is. And <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, uh, Completing the Raid. Mm-hmm. So, man. All right, so... Is, is- is the, raid one, is the raid one cheating because we did it together? I don't know. No, I to... just, that was a big moment for us, right? That, that was, was a, a big, that was that, a big moment. To me, yeah. like when we finished that, like I was like, that was, that was a highlight of gaming this year for me. Cause it was just fun. You know yeah. what I mean? It was a good it time. Was. It got us all together and we just had yeah. fun. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's see. I think you gotta, you gotta explain to me chapter five of xenoblade so craig c did you get to chapter five of xenoblade it's been so long i honestly don't remember you'd remember whoa, whoa, whoa wait wait oh wait you'd remember okay. is it when oh is it when they kind of open up a specific character that you thought that you, that you saw in flashbacks and then all of a sudden you were like oh my god they all get this particular chapter they all get thrown in a cell like they get put in jail nah. okay, okay. There. uh people there. die okay uh for for the most part with chapter five, it's just a matter of, I think it's, I, I think a lot of it is really good storytelling where you're led to not really know much about the world. And then these bad guys that you're facing, turns out you are connected to them in some fashion. And that's what I'm trying not to spoil here. Sure. And the bad guys capture you, your people, you know, people end up dying in your party the bad guys end up joining your party in a really twisted way in this chapter. It at the end of it, like, and so also somebody confesses their love and I'm just a sucker for it. So, um, it, it, I don't know, like for me, I mean, we can leave it on there that I was just curious. Yeah. I was just curious what it was. I'm trying not to spoil it until we get to the top 10 portion of things. Okay. Because Xenoblade isn't my personal top 10 and it's solely because of this chapter. Okay. It it is that good. Um, can I think like I put the stray one on here, but I think we can get rid of that. Yeah. You can get rid of stray. Um, yeah, I feel like I have to explain the need for speed thing because you were laughing when, you read that so here's the deal um i think like we all get excited when cameos happen in movies right yeah yeah oh yeah right so for me need for speed in general right like you start playing that game and some of the first races you're like this is the same area from need for speed underground and that's like a cameo almost you're like i remember racing through this specific area 25 years ago right so there's a moment and you're 
I was getting near the end of the game. And when you're playing the game, when you're out driving, you'll get these phone calls and it'll be like, hey, I need you to go pick up this car. And when you go pick up the car, like you get chased by the cops or whatever, but you do a lot of them and you get money for them. But I was at the point where I was like, I did every single one. And I was like, it popped up while I was trying to go to a race. And I was like, man, I don't really want to do it. You know what I mean? But I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I've done them all. Let me do it. And they get there and you have to pull up next to the car to start the event. So I pull up next to the car and I was like, that looks like the, the BMW from most wanted. And I was like, there's no way. So you start the, the event, you get in the car, you're driving away from the cops. And as you're doing it, the person on the phone, like you're talking with the character and they're like, like, who's this car for? What is this? And they're like, oh, this dude, um, he just got out of jail. He's been in jail for 15 years he really just wants his car back. And I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's just like, it's a throwback to Need for Speed Most Wanted, which I love Need for Speed Most Wanted. Yeah. Such mm-hmm. a classic game. And for them to put it in there and they have all these hints that you're like, because you look at it and you're like, that looks like the same car. But then they're literally like, yeah, no, it's the same car, the same character for Most Wanted. I just thought it was a cool, like it's a cool cameo that you get. Like I love cameos in Marvel movies. This is a cameo in a game where it was like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's service for people who have played Need for Speed games in the past. It doesn't have to win. I just thought it was I thought it was cool. You know, Oh, I'm glad. No, I'm glad it's in based off of that explanation. It, it yeah. deserves to be in there. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to say, uh, I did not. Some of the hardest laughing I did this year was Barry and I playing Golf Plus. Yeah, nice. like that was just the most fun doing the driving range and the cornhole. Um, and it's so stupid when you try to explain it, but like did not laugh harder at much, very many things this year than that. That was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like already know my one and two. Okay. I just can't put them in order. Um, I don't think one of them, either of you are going to choose. Okay. But like, we can talk about it. it sure. It's, it's, it's below. It's Listo? the, cl- Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you warned us both. Uh, right. We made a decision as a gaming group to all finish this game. And right. specifically when we didn't have it finished, um, Barry and I had to try to catch up within that week, which is the perfect game for that. And you told us, Craig, you warned yeah. us about a specific chapter. And I don't know if that was part of the the ambiance or the creation <laughs> of ambiance, but I knew, I knew, I mean, besides the fact that they label every chapter on the screen when you get to it, but I knew why, and that I I have not felt a complete immersiveness in a specific portion of a game than I did specifically in that section. Because we all know it, it created, they did a good job with the sights and the sounds and everything like that. And ideally, that game for anybody at home should be playing that with a headset on so that you can really get fully immersed. Yep. But that specific way and the enemies that you fought in that area like that and you know without spoiling anything there was a very specific enemy they got introduced in that area and um i don't know that that environment as soon as uh you know as we were compiling these lists to get ready as soon as that was one on this list i just like it's like when you see a toy in a in a toys r us and you're like i'm i'm getting that i'm i'm yeah. i'm yelling until i get that so I could be, I, I could always be like, in, like in these instances, we can always be talked out of something. Sure. 
Um, but I just had to express how much I appreciate that moment specifically being on this list. Sorry. Okay. Um, I mean, the high on life thing is cool because there's like multiple full movies in yeah, this game. Yeah. And That's... like the, the idea of getting buying the movie theater and going in and the dudes in the front are, are riffing it like Mystery Science Theater was hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to win. I just thought it was a cool thing they did. Yeah. No, that's a cool thing that they did do. And yeah. that that was like essentially an entire separate part that you can do and just yep. be in for for a long period of time. And um, like I and like I put Bayonetta Rhythm Fight on there. I don't think any of you guys would probably pick that one as like a major one. Sure. Just for me it was a really it was a really fun moment for Bayonetta. Uh, okay. I always enjoy when she goes when Bayonetta starts exploring the other game styles that it can do, mm-hmm. and it's a really simple, really really simple uh, rhythm game. But I just it, it's just fun and like bombastic, which is why I liked that. Uh, I liked it, but it's definitely not in my top two, hence why I I just took it off. And also, we can drop. I'm gonna drop Demon Souls. I just thought it was relevant that it, I actually beat a Demon uh, Souls yeah. game this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that game's old. I just. Like I felt like I had to put that in there because it was an important moment. Um, flying in Horizon does that stay? I uh, for for me, I'm not sure how you guys felt about it, but like that was that was pretty big. For I feel me, like they gave it to you too late. I I do admit that they gave That's it to you too late, but isn't that what mm-hmm. makes it a, like a big moment for it as well? I just felt you, like I was already you, done at that point. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like when you get an airship in Final Fa- in like the older Final Fantasies, yeah. you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, like I did all this trekking through, and this would have been nice ten hours ago when I was trying yeah. to tie up some of this side stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what um, about these God of War ones? So, and I guess I, I was the one that put these on. Yeah. So I'll put both of them. Spark of the World is definitely like a very pretty mm-hmm. portion of the game, but. Uh, if I had to pick one of the two moments, it would be the anger Boda moment for me. Mm-hmm. I just find that one, like, yeah, I get it. Not a lot of people like controlling Atreus, but right. anger Boda is just like fun. She's like, she's quirky in the fact that she's really awkward. Cause she doesn't know how to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And like, she doesn't, there really is no, um, like warning as to how she fights, but the moment you start watching her in action, I just stopped. Like I, I stopped moving Atreus to see what Anger Boda was doing. And I would wait specifically for moments where I got like the eagle, you know, uh, special thing where it would just start splashing purple paint mm-hmm. everywhere. Like mm-hmm. that more for me was like a bigger like moment because it was a big game. It was also like a part of the gameplay that I, I just really enjoyed because it was the instead of like going wow that was cool for five seconds it was like when i was in combat i was always like i just want to watch anger boda throw paint everywhere mm-hmm. i didn't care what she did there so <laughs> this is man this is a tough one yeah can we how do you guys feel about maybe eliminating i actually i don't know but elden ring just kind of like having that moment where you look out and you're like oh my god this is like i don't know if is that if what you're alluding win. to? Just like seeing how big it is, or you're alluding to like something specific? Like, is there an event that you were talking about? I'm assuming it was on the list just for a like, oh my god, like this is Elden Ring. Look at all that I can do, or or potentially rolling into the first mini boss that destroyed everybody mm-hmm. right when you right when you get out the first portion there. But 
Okay. Yeah, like I'm okay with taking it off, but for for me that moment was the fact where it when you play Elden Ring enough in the early sections, you will if you explore enough, get transported to a to an other area where you are severely mm. underleveled. Yep. I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. at that point, like if you're if you're a souls person like us, you know, crap, I need to just get out of here. And yeah. there is no way back at the moment. You yeah. have to run through wherever you are to like survive and it was one of those things where okay i get back and then i look and it's another whole section of the map that wasn't even like elden ring's map just continues to expand even though you think you're close to the end it Mm -hmm. or like close to filling up the map it just continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger which is like it's kind of like more or less that that game's moment is continuing to find yourself like I love that I'm, it's I playing haven't behind touched, you right yeah, now. Yeah, I haven't I know, even touched I, it yet. It's so I, funny I that. that it's playing behind you right now as you were talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. it's perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect moment then. Uh huh. You know, I mean, like, is, you know, is, when that, you put, is this the best moment then? Is that? No. I mean, I mean, Barry, when when you put it like that, you can almost go like going holy f slash Kalid in general, like you could yeah. Just, but like, I mean. Now that when you when you put it that way, I don't think to immediately take it off the list. I don't know how we're going to narrow these guys down, though. All um, right. Give so, me give me your like your top two, both of you. And well, one thing that I just want to get into is the Playtale Requiem. The ending is definitely more shock value. Right. Than I think anything else. Like, I'm not going to put that on there in the end, mm-hmm. but definitely like kind of the steps that that game took for their ending. Like, I commend them for sticking to it. Uh, it's just a matter of like, I was, uh, it was like almost like a, Oh my God, I have to do this sort of (laughs) moment. So that's, that's why I'm okay with deleting that. Like for me, I, I guess for me, I'd have to go God of war, Ragnarok, anger, Boda. And then I do have to like, it can kind of switch between the golf plus moment for me or the modern warfare two moment with completing the raid. Just cause that, like but of course that one does have recency bias to where it for does. me like we, it does. we just did this a week or two ago mm-hmm. so yeah i'm uh i'm in the same boat as barry with one um i'm sticking to my guns with below for right now okay but the other one definitely would be the modern warfare 2 moment completing the raid um specifically the teamwork that got involved i felt like i learned a lot about you guys <laughs> In that in that in that time yeah. frame, Barry's directions, Craig's ability to be able to just put the oxygen where it needs to be, and yeah. just in general, the entire swimming part was definitely if like they should put that in when they're when they ha- want teams like high school or college teams to get more rapport with each other. They need to just make them play that because yeah. there's there's just so much teamwork involved and. I don't know. It struck a chord. It was worth it. We powered through to the end. It's kind of hard to not vote for that, but we do have recency bias. Like, yeah, I think, I think I would probably go Callisto and golf plus. Okay. Cause like the Callisto thing was like playing through that section was great to me. And then the golf plus was just like, there's not too many times. Like we play so many games. There's not too many times where I'm just like, I am just having the most fun right now. Like just an insane amount of fun. And it was something so dumb as like cornhole, you know, or like the, the, uh, beer pong, but it's like chipping in. And I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. I was like, this is so dumb and I shouldn't be having this much fun. (laughs) Even playing regular golf, 
was yeah. like this is the dumbest most fun and like craig like if you get a, an oculus like you have to get that so we can all just be like oh my god it'll just be insane but yeah i think well, i would too. go callisto and golf plus okay all right, so we do have two people on there for Callisto, so I will give Callisto to to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can. We I have, guess we can make that one there because yeah. you guys do admit to that one. Uh, I don't know if I. I don't know if I can really decide on a two because mine sure. are just so much different from from both of yours. That's fair. Well, well, we have two golf ones. Why don't you guys just make that the number two? Well, the I I guess we could do that one because I did say golf and modern warfare two can kind of be interchangeable for me. Sure. Uh, because f- they're both like moments playing with your friends mm-hmm. type friends. Of, type of moment there. So, right. yeah, I guess we put the golf plus just because I I also find it just genius by them to be able to put your own playlist and yes. you can go on YouTube find a playlist and just listen to music in the game yep. while you're mm. doing cornhole. So cool. Mm. So cool. I still go back and play it like very regularly we're all just like go back and like i'm gonna go to the shooting range throw some music on and just hit some Sick. golf balls for like 15 minutes it's great that's awesome all right so callisto wins uh all right so let's go to best shooter look as i'd say the best shooter probably in the party here gets to do the award here so i think that makes <laughs> all right here we go here we go uh we have callisto protocol splatoon 3 modern warfare 2 Overwatch 2, High on Life, Ghost Runner, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Metal Hellsinger. I have my two. I, I know what my two are. I think right away, I think I would take out High on Life and Callisto Protocol because they have issues with the shooting. I'm fine with that. Right? Yeah. Like in general. I'm fine with that. Um, Man. I mean, I, I have know, over... I know Barry's. I, I have over right. four days of playtime in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, Modern Warfare yeah. 2, I, I have to put... Yeah, Modern Warfare yes. 2 is probably one on That's my That's one of mine. List. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Splatoon the other one, Barry? So, the, the, like the, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say no. It. I'm going to say no in this particular case. I, I'm going to say Ghost Runner uh, for okay, number which two Which is phenomenal. Yeah, like Ghost Runner 2, the, the amount of, like... I guess the finesse. Yeah. yeah, like it's parkour and it's finesse. Like you have to be quick. You have to be. And I want to say it's not so much shooting as it is slashing, right. which I guess is probably, you know, a cheat. In yeah, that it's a regard. sword. You do but, get guns, though. Yeah, I, I just know for the most part, like it, when you're playing Ghost Runner, it's a lot of like slash, get back up in the air and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. For me, it's Modern Warfare 2 and Ghost Runner like that. OK, th- that is my definitive. Um, I think Modern Warfare 2 for sure. Yeah. Um, that's unanimous that's unanimous yeah i think i think, I think that's the winner um but yeah. i think like i think i would almost have to go metal hellsinger for me just because they did they took what doom did which was like mm-hmm. pump up the music when you're in a fight but yeah. then turn it on its head where it's now a rhythm game where you have to you have to shoot on the beat of the music and the better you do when your multiplier goes up, when you get to max multiplier, then the song will put in the lyrics of the song, which I think is a cool touch. And, you know, Barry and I's love for rhythm games. So yep. anything rhythm, I, that would be my number two. I, I would say metal. I'm going to say metal Hellsinger, too, because of how unique that is. Who's do, who's doing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah I'm, I'm that, OK with metal Hellsinger being two. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Modern Warfare 2 wins that and Metal Hellsinger. Oh, we're Runner going up. to Barry's favorite one right yes. here. You sure you don't want to switch announcements? No, because positions? the next I'll one's go. definitely mine. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> All right, we're on best strategy game, y'all. Best strategic game. Okay. Triangle strategy. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids or Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope. Uh, I'm I'm under the wire, so I think I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. But is it li- live alive? Li- yeah, you live- got it. You got yeah. it. That's live alive. Yeah, 100%. There you go. Live alive. The, the the classic Rihanna song featuring Ti. Live alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Digimon survive. Dio Field Chronicles. Marvel Midnight Suns. Just cross it off now. And Marvel Snap. <laughs> okay. Can we just cross off Midnight Suns? I couldn't even yeah, get through the I'm category. Already I'm already yeah, on. that's fine. I, like, <laughs> I I uh I got Mario and Rabbits for Christmas. I haven't started it yet, so I'm like super excited to to do that. I'm gonna mm. shock everybody and say that my pick is Marvel Snap. Ooh, Marvel Snap. because right. I put it on. I downloaded it on my phone like a month ago, and I cannot stop playing that game. It's okay. amazing. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's honestly it's honestly what midnight suns was trying to do with their battle system in a way but it's just you take away all the getting to know people and like i hope iron man is my friend before this next (laughs) battle thing but i know your love for mario and rabbits so i would understand that too so yeah like if as as the resident strategist uh, of the podcast for me the top two are mario and mario plus rabbit spark of hope and triangle strategy I don't like for me, Marvel Snap is there, but I also haven't played it. So that is where uh, it kind of gets me into where I'm I haven't played that Marvel Snap game. I I don't know how to judge that one without playing it. (laughs) Sure. Here's my question. How many watchers and listeners would we lose if Triangle Strategy did not end up? In best strategy, in one or two of best strategies. <laughs> Please See, forgive no, no, us the, if it does. The, the thing is, though, is I actually think Mario and Rabbids is number one here. Okay. I Mario and Rabbids is, and people, I've heard a lot of discourse on the internet about whether or not one or two, like one is actually better than two. But mm-hmm. I just love what two does. It streamlines it a bit more, makes it a little bit more, I think, approachable for new people to try it. And it's not just a tile-based one like what we're used to with strategy. It's more of like a free roam and all of the movement of options you get, uh, the options of movement that you get. I think it's something really different. And I really find myself enjoying that game. For me, like Mario plus Rabbids is number one. And I think we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's Triangle Strategy or Marvel Snap that we okay. need to figure out and i i can't deny the popularity that marvel snap has uh, yeah. acquired so mm-hmm. if and triangle strategy is really just an 8-bit version of fire emblem so i'm going to deduce it all myself here <laughs> and we're going to put uh marvel snap at two okay bam are we okay that works with that? for me yeah oh yes yes we are anime barry speaking anime of Rabbids. anime thanks for the transition <laughs> we course. now go to best anime game uh, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Pokemon Arceus, yeah, JoJo's mark. Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> Soul Hackers 2, mm. and Altillier Sophie 2, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Dream. <laughs> I mean... What was the last one again? No, it's fine. No, just wait. As long as Soul Hackers 2 doesn't win, I'll be happy. You know? <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a pretty anime game. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I think for the most part, what I have to go with, and I'm going to leave this up to you guys. The reason Pokemon Arceus is an anime game is because it's an isekai. Uh, your main character right. gets transported to another world. And based on the hours I've played here, I actually have it exactly how I want it. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Pokemon Arceus 2. I can get down with that. I like Xenoblade, minus the cutscenes that I didn't watch. I am... Um... <laughs> I can also agree. I'm not going to put up too much of a fight on this one. Um, I, I sent you guys I a screenshot. I want you to fight for Soul Hackers. No, because well, like, you didn't like it. Well, like, it was good. It was good. See, there, it was good. It's too late. It was already, good. I already bolded it. It's fine. The soundtrack, <laughs> the soundtrack was great. I can't wait to get my hands on that. I don't know how it became my third most houred game of the year, according to PlayStation. I think they had those numbers wrong. No, no, it's but... definitely, it is definitely <laughs> number three for you. So I, part of me wants to fight for it just in terms of that. It's a, it's a good game. I don't think... So I stopped playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because Soul Hackers 2 came out, to be honest with you. And I think that, unfortunately, because I put the rest of my August and September into Soul Hackers 2, that I missed that transitional opportunity before everything came out in October to finish Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And for that alone, I don't want to vote for Soul Hackers 2. I'll stick okay, with what Barry it. says. Yeah. Get Soul Hackers out of here. Garbage. <laughs> All right, so Xenoblade wins that one. Pokemon Arceus yeah. is the runner-up. Okay. Uh, we're flying now. This is awesome. All right. This, one, uh, this one's hard. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Best indie game. We have Stray, Trek to Yomi, Vampire Survivors, Trombone Hero. Is that the name or did I get that wrong? No, you got it. No, okay. that's it. Metal Hellsinger, Tunic, Immortality, and Cult of the Lamb. So, I like all these games. I know. <laughs> this That's is a the hard issue. one. Um, did you guys oh, play man. Trek to Yomi? I did not, but I do know. Oh, that actually, I didn't play that one. It's great. I mean, to me, it's like Ghost of Tsushima if it was side-scroller. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of like Ninja Gaiden then. But I thought the, I thought the story was good. Um the one that kind of sticks out for me, and I'm just going to throw this out there, is I know we love Trombone Hero, but does that hold up against the other ones? For, for me, like, and and these are probably because of the two I've put the most like time into. It's like Vampire Survivors and Trombone Hero. Man, okay, uh, I like Trombone Hero. Yeah, Vampire Survivors is also just so much fun. I'm so still good. playing that. Yep, so good here's here's my question to the both of you did either of you end up playing cult of the lamb nope no i that's think it's gonna be a tough one yeah that's, that's fair there's a reason why there was a cult of people playing that cult that's of the true. lamb game yeah. it was yeah, it was pretty good <laughs> thanks man um man i i don't want to take out uh, so like immortality is the game that i wish i i like the re game really really i wish i played like mm -hmm wholeheartedly but i also don't want to discount tunic either tunics of i mean yeah, but tunic was good <laughs> i like how none of us talking about stray <laughs> no <I know. laughs> to me that's out of all the ones on here it's the weakest and that, not in a bad way just like when i compare all of them to me that's the bottom and i have mm -hmm. and that and 
just by default Call to the Lamb because I didn't play it. Like I, I can't say anything about it. Um, man. See, like the thing is for me is I love Trombone Hero, but it is also just very, very, I guess, simple is what I want to call it. Like I is it though? Yeah. With all the other stuff that goes on that you unlock. I know, I know it's all the stuff that you unlock as well. Right. And a part of me like still wants to have Trombone Hero, but I can just uh, like I'm starting to second guess myself because I know Cult of the Lamb was as popular as it was. Right. Like for me, Vampire Survivors is not moving. No. But Trombone Hero or Cult of the Lamb, like that's where that's where I'm at because I know Craig loved that game and I know a lot of other people did as well. Right. You had a little bit of everything. You had some some roguelike. You had essentially a you were building a cult from scratch they were cute little lambs they made funny noises when they died and it, it was great um but anyway uh I, why don't we just take off stray just to go against the grain <laughs> sure sure why don't we just we just say mom i'm not eating those vegetables <laughs> that's what we should say <laughs> um here's my thing barry here's my argument for you for trombone hero okay is I bought that game because I saw like the reviews and I was like, oh, that that sounds like fun and like how hilarious it was. But I'm such a sucker for games like last year, like Inscription, yeah, where you start playing mm. a game and then you realize that there's something else besides just that game going on. And for me, it was the same thing with Trombone Hero because I bought it and I didn't know about anything except it was play trombone to these, uh, you know, songs that are like free to the public songs and i was like oh that's cool you know I'll, I'll buy that for 15 but then you start realizing that like oh what's this thing down here and then you start clicking on things and stuff starts popping up and it was the same thing with inscription i'm like oh there's something going on here this is weird you know what i mean it starts to realize like what is going why what is this game to me i'm just like man that's so i love when games do that it's so cool yeah um just to kind of mess with you a little bit and there's like the little things that like you click on it and then it just pops up and like scares the, the crap out of you. Oh man. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think I would go. My personal opinion is immortality and trombone hero. Cause it's just something different and I like different. And I'm trombone here on vampire survivors. So okay. Greg, see where are you at? I am. Cult of the lamb tunic. It man <laughs> yes i mean I'm, at, I'm i'm essentially cult of the lamb tunic but then again if i look at these lists of games cult i'm in the, a similar scenario as you guys where cult of the lamb and tunic is what i played besides stray i haven't played okay. trombone hero i am highly appreciative of what immortality brings to the table i'm probably the biggest fan of the per, of the biggest fan who didn't play the game sure so i i like its uniqueness um, so I would have no problem with that taking one or two for that matter. Um, I'm okay with letting Tunic go. I thought it was very cute and cuddly for what it for what it did. It was essentially a Zelda game to get me to this year, um, but with right. like a Souls twist to to it. So then I guess we're doing Trombone Hero Immortality. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Vampire okay Vampire Survivors was good too. But no, that's the thing. Like, who do we move? Like, right. that, like that's that's my issue here is. I'm also okay with putting Call to the Lamb at two. Oh, you rang. I'm just trying to be like <laughs> fair because because Call to the Lamb has such a big following. But so man. trombone here, Call to the Lamb. I mean, that's fine. I'm the only I'm the only champion for immortality, so 
I get it. And yeah, but Immortality is the game that Craig and I both wish we played. Okay, so we go Immortality. That, that, I say we do that. I just want to see the text from you guys when you actually play Cult of the Lamb and say that. Sure. It's like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's on my list that's of all things. I, that's all I want. It's on my list of things to play in the downtime in January. So I do have plans. All right, so what's number one then? Trombone Hero. Trombone, Trombone Hero and Hero. then Immortality. All right. All right, good job, Trombone Hero. That's that's hilarious to me that that one out of everything, <laughs> out of everything in there, Trombone Hero. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> All right, is that is it yep. me up there? Yes, We're going you. best collectors edition. We have the God of the War Ragnarok collectors edition, Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, Dying Light Two. Gotham Knights and a Plague Tale Requiem's collector's editions. What are our one and twos, guys? Hmm. So my my thing here is is I do love Horizon Forbidden West, but we can take it off okay. because it doesn't include the physical disc. True. I think I think I'm just gonna throw out there my winner is Gotham Knights because it's a statue of all of them. I do think yeah. Gotham Knights is, was pretty good. It's cool. I was upset that I didn't I, get and the. And then I think Elden Ring is number two. Yes, yes. Elden Ring. It has. Or Elden yes. Ring is number one, and we make yeah. Gotham Knights number two. I'm okay with that too, because the Elden Ring one was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it had the Millennia statue. And mm-hmm. who knew Millennia would be like such a? I didn't. We didn't know right. at the time. Like, okay, yeah. why? Why is she so important? And it turns out she's the hardest boss of the game. Yeah. Right. So. All right. So Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was easy. Okay. Yeah, that, was... <laughs> that was surprisingly easy. See, I, I, didn't, thing... I didn't expect that one to take very long. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. think the thing for the most part is we're all kind of agreeance is that not including the physical disc in a collector's edition game is really stupid. Yes. Uh, yes. To the point where I bought it twice, Forbidden West, so I yeah. could have a physical disc. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. worth waste of my time. So Gotham uh... Knights 2? <laughs> yes. Elder Ring 1, Gotham Knights 2. All right. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Worst game of the year. Yes. Madden 22. Yep. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Hmm. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. Ugh. FIFA 22 Switch. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. Yep. Star Wars Republic of the Old Knights for Switch. MX versus ATV Legends. And Valkyrie hmm. Elysium. <clears throat> so we can go ahead. No. I was just gonna say Please. we can take off Valkyrie Elysium. That's I just fine. I I needed to make boy. a point. I needed to take make a point. It's That's just fair. I hated the fact it was a stupid game. Square like Square Enix. What are you doing? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. It was stupid. MX versus ATV was terrible. I played it and it was terrible. But I'm sure there's probably some things there that like if you really like the MX versus ATV series, you would be like, oh, I enjoyed it. However. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on Switch, when it came out before patch, you could not beat the game at all. It would crash. Um, and FIFA 22 on Switch has been terrible for how many years now? Yes, because it's a Legacy <laughs> oh, yeah. Edition game. I right. See, it's funny for me because like the worst games on this list for me are FIFA 22, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, or Diablo Immortal. Diablo Immortal is pretty bad, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, just with the amount, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take off FIFA 22 because I know we've given the award to FIFA 21 we because have. of a legacy. Yep. So I want to, and me personally, as I'm just deducting things around, 
I'm putting probably uh, Diablo Immortal number one, Knights of the Old Republic number two. I well, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I refuse to let Pokemon slide here because those games are absolute trash, and you can't tell me otherwise. I can. you can't tell me. You no, can't tell me, Barry. They literally released in awful states. Yes, <laughs> and I do understand that they released in awful states. But one, mm. you could still play the game. Two, it doesn't take two hundred thousand dollars in order to do anything. In hmm. and I'm making specific arguments uh-huh. between these guys. You could still beat Pokemon. You don't have to spend two hundred thousand dollars in Diablo Immortal and have a really bad marketing campaign. Yep. But mm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet does the open world Pokemon like better than it ever did, and does a open world RPG better than Pokemon has ever done. Is it? Is it great? Is it a great first attempt? No, it's not. I just think that it has, out of all of these, it had the most expectation to be good, and they put out an inferior product. Um, we could save it for biggest disappointment. Also, uh, <laughs> Craig, way to call out Barry because I'm pretty sure Barry did not mention the words Pokemon Scarlet not. and Violet in he his entire not. argument. He was just going to gloss over it. <laughs> and Madden, we expect to be bad every year. Yeah, like yeah, Madden, Madden does Madden yeah. is what it yeah. does. And I know Barry, I know you liked somewhat Rainbow Six Extraction, right? Yeah. I just I thought it was terrible, but it, it was it was an all right co-op game. Like the, I think yeah. the reason I was OK with extraction was because it was co-op and okay. that I could do a PVE type of thing where mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow Six Siege is like I am totally intimidated by that. I don't want to go anywhere near it. Yeah. Extraction was kind of a, an approachable version of it for me. Is it a great game? Not by any means. So, OK, so if if we go by what you were saying, then which is worse? Uh a insanely cash grab mobile game or a game that when it released you couldn't actually beat i'm i'm more diablo immortal okay uh, i uh, well and i guess because <laughs> that's they're both bad like that's bad i'm gonna say specifically because you can't beat the game Okay. Yeah, I I, the, I started to by design more. I right. think I think old uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I th- I'm going to put that as number one. I, I agree with you that Diablo is terrible. Like it was just to make money, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I think having a game that you can't beat physically mm-hmm. is a problem. <laughs> like that yeah. that's a problem. All right, I'm going to mark it. Knights of the Old Republic one, and Diablo Immortal two. I can mark it. Oops. All right. To the next one. Yay. Fix that for me. My, my right, finger. My fingers are too big. All right. <laughs> I think so. We're on to who is it? My turn. Yep. Yep. All right. Best VR game. I guess this goes between me and Barry, right? <laughs> Here we go. Best VR game. Golf Plus. Supernatural. NFL Pro Era, Bone Labs, and Arcade Legend. Golf Plus is number one for me. Uh, I mm-hmm. definitely spent the most time amount in that. I like the thing is, is I don't want to really give it to NFL Pro Era. To okay. be honest, I'm more for Bone Labs or Supernatural. What do you have like, against NFL Pro Era? What do mm. I have against it? Yeah, I think it's a fairly basic game. Okay, uh, for, for but the it's most never part. been done before. No, it hasn't. Uh, but I do think the lack of being able to choose any other position other than quarterback sure. uh, is there. Not being able to play defense is mm-hmm. also something that's there. 
uh, I think it's a I, step in the right direction for football it, and VR. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where mm-hmm. I'm at is it's a step in the right direction, especially when it comes to the licensing portion of things. Sure. But I think Supernatural and Bone Labs does more to stand out sure. than what NFL Pro Era does. Um, like when I look at this list and like somebody who's like, if you're, if Craig, if you were like, I'm buying a, uh, Oculus, what game should I buy? I think I tell you first and foremost, you buy golf plus you buy NFL pro era and you, and if you want to work out, you buy supernatural. Um, gotcha. those are like, you know what I mean? Like to get that experience. And I would also say games that we've already picked in the past, like super hot. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going off of what we played this year, NFL Pro Air has done so well that I have to give it props. I think Golf Plus is great. And like I've had a ton of fun this year with Supernatural, um, but that does have a monthly subscription. Yeah. So in my oh, mind, okay. I mean, I get that they're constantly adding stuff. So it's not like it's you're paying for nothing. Um, but having like the idea of having a workouts with a personal trainer who's you know it's recorded but like is there right in front of you is is cool um but i think golf plus based on the amount of fun we had is the winner yeah all right golf plus and then i'm gonna give it to nfl pro era (laughs) (laughs) it's so much fun i'm okay with that i am being able to actually look around like the stadiums and stuff too is cool all right I'm going to say, oh, yeah, best sports game okay. is up. We have Session, Need for Speed Unbound, WWE 2K22, Gran Turismo 7, NFL Pro Era, and FIFA 23. Now, I did just add FIFA 23, Barry, and that's because of the World Cup stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's where I'm more or less like willing to kind of gloss over it sure. for the most part. Like, don't get me wrong, the World Cup stuff is great. Yeah, but it is it, it's something where I do wish it was more involved. Like, I do wish they would continue to update it. But then after the World Cup is done, you really don't get anything afterward. Also, talking about soccer, rest in peace to Pele. Yes, uh, di- yeah. uh, died recently. The pretty much the original greatest of all time. I think a lot of people would would say. So, oh yeah, definitely. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, but... we can. Yeah, I mean, we can get rid of FIFA. I just, I know, like we rag on FIFA every year, and I just like they did the World Cup mode right, so I yeah. wanted to give it, you know, its props. We can get rid of NFL Pro Era. Um, I just like the idea of something new. For me, mm-hmm. for me, it's real simple. For me, it's number one, not in like order, but like number one, WWE was a hundred percent back against the wall. Your game has been absolute trash for three four years yeah you have to get this right and they came out and they killed it to me that's like that's all the pressure in the world was on them to make it work and they did and then the other one for me is session is the smoothest experience as a skateboarder i have ever seen in a video game ever it's like as close as you can get to recreating what you're doing with your feet with joysticks so like those are my two that's hard to argue. Yeah, mm-hmm. like WWE, uh, like WWE, I definitely agree is yeah. probably like number one there for me, and like the like the thing is, and like the thing is, I'm pro- I, I'm okay with making session number two. Mm-hmm. For me, like I do understand what Gran Turismo Seven does. Yes, uh, like mechanically, graphically looks incredible. Darn it, I didn't time it for that to be uh, the next the next trailer. <laughs> you didn't. I know I do have. Quick, that. cue it. Cue up Gran Turismo. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Need for Speed Unbound. I definitely feel like we're starting to go in the right direction for Need for Speed. Yep. Uh, it is a good game. I do enjoy Need for Speed Unbound. I just don't think it's at the level that these other three are. Okay. So for me, I do. I would put WWE as first. Okay. And for me, like Gran Turismo 7 and Session could almost be sw- like switched around okay. for either one. So I guess it really depends on what Craig C. says here sure. with how he feels about sports games as to where we land on two. Yeah, I I mean, I, I appreciate like, you know, being having it brought to light again that like with their game being so terrible for so many years, it really is a, a refreshing to see them come back and just destroy it. Um, it's, I'm probably going to have to kind of go with session in that mix as well. Um, Specifically because that's very interesting. That's a very interesting take on skateboarding. And there's a lot to critique about any skateboarding, any skateboarding game coming out from here until the end of time because of what skate Tony Hawk's pro skater, what they all were able to kind of pave the way for. So the fact that that particular part of the industry keeps kind of getting better Sure. Like, like if we think about it, skating games for the most part, besides any type of like certain Tony Hawk, like, you know, attempts at like remakes and such like that, they're getting better. Yeah. So like, that's where, that's why I want to choose session in particular. Okay. okay. So I think we do that. All right. So WWE number one, session number two. All right. We then go into best open world. We have Saints Row, Horizon Forbidden West, Ghostwire Tokyo. Elden Ring, Scorn, and Gotham Knights. Um, I got Scorn in there. Yeah, yeah, of course I, you did. I love that you. I love that you did that. Score, Scorn. I want to throw out, uh, like Come right on. out of the gate. I know you just did that to. It's to not mention, your number one. No, to mention just Scorn, and it is what you would do. Gotham Knights as well is another one where I I like what they did with like Gotham City, but also it's kind of. I, I the open world section of Gotham Knights is very repetitive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The and also it's also the driving is kind of not great. Yep. Is what I'm yeah, you, call you end it. up not using it. Yeah. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you almost would rather teleport everywhere. Yep. So we start to end up then slicing down the list to where we're only down to four. Okay. Um. I I'm fine uh, with I'm fine with taking out Ghostwire Tokyo because it's a lot of the same. Yeah, I I would just say though Ghostwire Tokyo like the atmosphere they I've never seen a game hit yeah like the atmosphere of Tokyo better than that game the neon light yeah the it dark dream that's why I almost want to keep it in there okay for uh for that one the thing is is I know Saints Row like you love like yeah. Saints Row portion of things but but like is the open world really that great or does it make it really stand out differently I, from I think other? that. I think that the fact that, you know, the first however many were always like the same city, Steelport, and this mm. time we're going to like a desert location helps. But I I think that compared to these other things, I don't think it's going to hold up. So, yeah. So then we're at Elden Ring and Forbidden West and Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. So th- this one's uh, and a living breathing world is how we have to look at it right yeah and and here's what i want to do i before i go on like diving (laughs) deep into the other two like i want to let you talk because i know i've already like i'm already saying a lot um well for me horizon forbidden west can be epitomized 
it's been long enough, so there's no spoiling. It can be epitomized when you actually first turn on Las Vegas. I will ne- that that one of my favorite moments of the year that I'm now just now remembering that should have that I should have added to the list earlier <laughs> was staring at a desolate Las Vegas covered in deserts and 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 sand and such like that and then when you actually complete enough missions where that place opens up I kept traveling back there um that's a very specific part of the map that I want to basically explain my entirety of best open world for your consideration fyc for <laughs> it being one or two in best open world um it may seem like a cop-out we haven't really talked about elden ring this entire ceremony sure but i mean you have you have these portions that are completely and utterly different from each other again i joke about Kalid, but you know when you're in Kalid, and you could tell somebody else who played the game like that was my number one topic of conversation was what parts, what portions I hated. And like, it was a unanimous decision amongst all my friends that were playing Elden Ring at the time. Like, yeah, man, F Caitlin freaking hated. I ended up in there. Like what they did with how you moved throughout that world. Um, again, like pit traps or pitfalls, specific chests that you open, you get transported in other different places, what they were able to do visually as well with how it looked. It was, it was, and the structure of the open world and the, the combined visuals, was it the best looking world of the year? That I, that I think you can argue. But like when you combine how it was sculpted, how everything worked together and how everything didn't work together, like I don't know how you can't have Elden Ring in one or two. I think it's honestly a, com- a conversation between the two of them. To be honest, like Elden Ring and, and, and Forbidden West, I I agree with how Tokyo hit me. When playing Ghostwire Tokyo, it was, a, it was a unique game. I will always remember it. And um, I liked w- w- the way it was situated. It's just really hard to beat out those other two. That's what my take is on both or on all three. I appreciated Horizon had like every variety. You had the snow area, the desert area, the jungle area. Like I liked what they did. I think it's. Horizon and Elden Ring are one and two, but I don't know. I'll leave that up to you guys to decide what order they go in. Yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I, like Tokyo does deserve to be there, like yeah. in some sort of sense. For for me overall, I do want to put Forbidden West for this for the sense of like we talk about living, breathing open world to where not everything is out to kill you, like it is in yeah. Elden Ring. <laughs> um, Elden Ring has like its fantastic moments with like open world, especially like when you just open like the, the, the doors to the game for the first time and you go, wow, like this place is huge kind of uh, portion of things. But I also think what gives uh, Horizon Forbidden West the, the jump on it, it is the fact that it it's more like you can climb, you can fly, you're, you're kind of changing areas as much as you can where in Elden Ring you're pretty much on a 2D plane. You're not really jumping anywhere because, to be fair, jumping or flying or anything has never been a big part of Elden Ring. It's more... Or those types of games in general. So I I do think for Forbidden West finally gets its its first place here. (laughs) I mean, I'm okay with that. That's fine. All right, yes. Forbidden West, we got you an award, baby. There you go. It won something. (laughs) It did. 
It deserves it. I I I'm a big Elden Ring proprietor, but I think I think if we're in this category specifically, definitely like it should it should get that. Cool. That Forbidden West should win. All right, who's got the next one? I I I just did um best open world. That's you, Craig. Me or Craig, Craig C? Oh, Craig C. Did we skip you? Um, no, I did sports game. Oh, okay, all right, cool. All right, so we got best music. This will be an interesting one for sure. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, Trombone Hero, Need for Speed Unbound, Metal Hellsinger, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm not saying that one. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Soul Hackers 2, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. I think mm. we can take out Trombone Hero. I think so too. It's just, uh, it's like the Star Spangled Banner and and all that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nothing uh even though the one like ska song is pretty sweet yeah um okay uh don't get me wrong i like crisis core but i'm okay with taking off that one as well it I is agree. more of a remake of of classic songs there uh now we kind of run into other ones here where like and I, I know you don't like it, Craig R. I know you don't, but me and Craig C can attest to like Soul Hackers 2 music. It's like, pretty tight. Atlas Atlas is killing it in music right now. Oh, they know what they're um, doing. Okay, but let me counter with a whole <laughs> a whole game based around the songs, as in Metal okay. Hellsinger. No, I'm okay with that. So let's make that one and two. There No. Uh, no. No, oh. I'm trying. No, I'm trying so hard to get no. soul hackers. No, I appreciate. I appreciate it. You know, honestly, like that. If that's what you guys want to do, that's fine. I just think, like, oh. when I look at this category, I'm like, Metal Hell Singer. The whole game is based it's around fine. the music. Like that's just, and you may not like that type of music. That's fine, but like making a whole game around that is, to me, that's a winner. I mean, we can we can do a one and two here. Go against the grain. That's Maybe fine. get Soul Hackers. It's due. Oh, if, it if you want to do that, you can do that. All right, we'll do that. At, Atlas, we love you. Keep make. <laughs> please keep making games, Atlas. Please. Right. I will. Let me say this: Metal Hellsinger one, Soul Hackers two, two. We there did it. Did it. <laughs> two, two. All we right. did it. Next. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't believe we did it. <laughs> I know. That was all you, man. You had you had definitely a strong argument don't don't even italicize it barry stop i see you messing around in the document <laughs> leave it alone it doesn't get bolded the winner gets bolded oh i thought we bolded the two and other no, ones too. no no My no apologies. Just, just the winner you can italicize oh. it if you want okay thanks i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take i'll take at least something <laughs> here all right next it's a big win it's a big win all right best best remake sure the last of us part one Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, TMT, TMNT, sorry, Cowabunga Collection. I didn't realize how hard that acronym was to say, <laughs> for me at least. Demon Souls, yep. Live Alive, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII, Reunion. So Demon Souls can go because that didn't come out this year. I just played it this year. Mm -hmm. So that's fair. We can get rid of that one. I, I need your guys' guidance on reunion if you guys consider that nope. to be Cowabunga Collection or Last of Us nope. Part One. Negative, okay. because they they should have done more. I think. I think Barry yeah. agrees with me. Like they they should have updated it better. 
Well, like, and I'm not sure how far you got into it, but like mm-hmm. the early the early part of Crisis Core was like pretty rough. But I, yeah. maybe it was just my eyes getting used to it, <laughs> to where like later in the game I didn't notice as much like jank is what I'll call it. And, and also like once you get going into it and he's in like Midgar, they just took Midgar from the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, mm. which yeah, which looked better. Um, my personal pick is TMNT. And I would agree with that. Yep, because I, now I just got this for Christmas, so I've been kind of messing around with it. And the fact that they took like almost every single T uh, Ninja Turtles game and put it in here, and I'm talking like you have all the arcade versions, plus you have the versions that came out on Super Nintendo, plus you have all four Game Boy original Game Boy games, plus you have the Tournament of Fighters, like the fighting games are in here. Yes, those are all. That. Those are all there. Plus, they have like um, I got real excited because they have like an area where you can go and like explore. And I was like, oh, what it said was like uh, TV show. And I was like, OK. And I went into it and it had like every single TV show all the way back to like the 90s. And they had each season. I was like, I swear to God, if they have like the seasons of these shows on here, but they don't. They just have like stills. Yeah. Um, but they uploaded like every single box art. Um, they uploaded uh what else? They have like strategy guides for each individual game that'll give you like wow. ten. Like they put a lot of time into it, and I have been having a ton of fun with it. That would be my pick. Um, with I don't know. I almost feel like Uncharted number two for me. Yeah. So for, how how I think of it as well is TMNT does win. Mm-hmm. I'm a I, I could flip flop between Uncharted and Live Alive. Sure. Um. Uh, mm. Live Alive was a game we didn't necessarily get for a long time here. Right. Uh, it's been out in Japan for a while, and we never really got it till just recently with Square Enix really going through their backlog and putting these games out. How much mm-hmm. of it is a remaster? Eh, that's yeah. why I'm kind of more like Uncharted probably wins that, because don't get me wrong, like The Last of Us Part 1 does look great. But this was probably one of like this was a remaster we didn't need. It's so already on PS4. It's already been remastered a couple times yeah. here. Yep. I get that they're trying to I don't know. I, I feel like at this point you're just milking it for mm-hmm. everything it's worth and just going to, you know, oh, let's make everything definitive on the PS five. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for them to do a Last of Us Part Two remake <laughs> on the PS five. Yep. Even though it has a PS five upgrade already. Yep. So like that's where I am with that TMNT and Uncharted number two. I'm okay with that. I refuse to give Last of Us anything because they charge seventy dollars for that thing. Mm-hmm. Like no, absolutely not. Whereas the Uncharted was, if you had the original game, it was what like ten bucks. I think I think that's what I paid ten or twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's my. I say Uncharted number two. All right. I think we go with that then. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with that. I can't really argue against that. I I really didn't play the Legacy of Thieves collection, unfortunately, but still good. I do like to yeah, I do like what they did with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection. That's just like mwah, like chef's kiss on yeah. that. Like seriously. Yep. Next up is biggest surprise. Okay. We have WWE 2K22, Ghostwire Tokyo, Golf Plus, Vampire Survivors, Trombone Hero, 
and Need for Speed Unbound. I, Barry, I think this is the one I push all my chips in on Vampire Survivors. I would agree. Vampire Survivors okay. definitely deserves to be number one here. Yeah. Do we, can we just take Ghostwire Tokyo off the list then? If we're going, because like it wasn't as big of a surprise in my eyes. Sure. I like, I liked yeah. how much I liked it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm okay with taking it off. Um, yeah, I mean, when I looked at this list before we got started, like this was the one I was like, this is where I will put my foot down for Vampire Survivors because I yeah. knew I, w- I it wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't going to win Best Indie. But I was like, this is this game came out of nowhere. It has no business mm-hmm. being this addicting at all for how simple it is. And just so much fun that you can just continuously go back and play it. What do you think for like number two, though? So number two is definitely a bit more difficult for me. Like Trombone Hero, yes, another surprise where it yeah. doesn't deserve to be like where it's at, but it's funny and hilarious all the same. Sure. A part of me kind of wants to do something with Need for Speed Unbound it too. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. this is kind of Need for Speed. Like it was surprising about how it's that trailer was like 50-50 for a lot of people. People <laughs> yep. did not like yep. the art style. People did not like the kind of, I guess, comic-y look to the game that you get with like drifting and everything like that. But I, I thought they pulled it off really well, which is why I'm, I'm more toward vampire survivors. Number one and need for speed. Number two. I can live with that. I can, I can live with that too. I'm surprised that Craig, you didn't fight a little bit more for two K 22 because you know, of it the already surprise. Uh, yeah. That's why there you go. Like I, I like to give everybody their due. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and That's to fair. me, it's like WWE won best sports. So like it was a surprise because, yeah, I mean, out of all of us, I'm the one who was like, you need to make a good game. I want a good WWE game. And I was surprised how good it was. Um, but when I look at these, I'm like Vampire Survivors was such a surprise. Need for Speed came out like they released that trailer and they're like, it's coming out in like two or three months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? You know what I mean? Cool. And then you're like, yeah. this can't be good if that's what they're doing. And then it was. So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would also you could also make an argument for Golf Plus. Yeah, I think. But I, I, I feel like Justin Golf Plus is like place one. I when I suggested it to you, Craig, I kind of knew sure. that it was going to be a, a pretty fun golf game just because of the reviews that I had read mm-hmm. um, and just like it is recommended as a very good VR game. So I, I for the most part, I wasn't surprised. Okay. By ne- I was surprised by how much fun we had once <laughs> we got into it, Yeah, but I knew it was a pretty good VR game. Okay. So vampire survivors, one need for speed unbound two. Yep. Okay. All right. This will be a good one too. Biggest disappointment. Oh my God. <laughs> this one. All right, I, here we go. I <laughs> no, can't wait. <laughs> biggest disappointment. <laughs> Evil West. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Barry. Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Barry. Temtem. Barry. Soul Hackers 2. Mario Strikers. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Marvel Midnight Suns. And Dying Light 2. Lots to unpack here. Yeah. Um, yes. I think we can. I was disappointed in Evil West, but I wasn't. I can't say that I was like extremely hyped up for that game. Yeah, and I would also do the same thing. And this Craig, is you were right. Be... I was. Okay. Um, it's not a biggest disappointment though. There's a problem with lighting. It looks pretty crappy. Like yeah. no matter how you try to change the 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 gamma on that, but 
Okay. I, I, I wasn't destroyed as a child, like, or something like that because of it, you know? Okay. Continue, Barry. Sorry. No, it's just a matter of. I'm trying to do the opposite here with Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I can't consider that a big disappointment just because I know it's a Borderlands game. Like, if you know what you're getting into, you know what Tiny Tina Borderlands is, like Tiny Tina Wonderlands is. Sure. It's a Borderlands game. Sure. So that's why I'm more or less taking off that one. Okay. Uh, hmm. Like, the, the thing is here for me is I think my biggest disappointment of the year is Mario Strikers. Like, that's that is number one. one for me. Uh, there's a lot of reasons that that game has kind of gone and failed here. With number two, that's kind of where I'm more conflicted here, where I... Hmm... I think here's my opinion. I'll, Craig, maybe you'll back me up on this. Maybe you won't. I think the biggest disappointment for me is Pokemon. And I think number two is Midnight Suns. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Yes. <laughs> I want to throw Dying Light 2 somewhere in there because yeah. come on, man. That was like... that, that, that's how I felt for me, too. Like I felt <laughs> yeah. like Mario Strikers or Dying Light 2 because of... <laughs> It's just I bought that game. I my my wife and I bought it. We were gonna play it together. We played ironically all the way up until you start to be able to play together, mm-hmm. and we were just so burnt out by the terribleness <laughs> of the game that we didn't even want to play it from yeah. there on. It, it just yeah. come on, man. I mean, um, I I think I think Bayonetta, Temtem, and Soul Hackers are safe as far as not getting picked. I'm gonna save that voice clip there, <laughs> just because I I was severely severely disappointed in bayonetta because bayonetta is one of my favorite games of all time and i just thought that this third one was just not what i wanted i'm not gonna say it's a awful awful game i'm not saying that it's just not what i wanted at all but i know like that's fighting against you know bear you like the game a lot Mm -hmm. and that's fair it's just not what i wanted i I just don't know how yeah. you don't pick Pokemon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we can make it easier by taking, and Barry, I'm doing this for us. We can make uh, this easier by taking Soul Hackers 2 off because. Yeah, yeah, take that too. Yeah, absolutely. I got, you I don't got. You think that ending was disappointing? Uh, I mean, it wasn't, it was fine. <laughs> okay. I, I, I really didn't know how to feel about just like Fig just throughout the, through it, throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But. Compared to some of these others, I want Marvel Midnight Suns to just get out of my life. Yeah. But like, if you look at me at certain times of the day, if you like look at my like, if you're friends with me on PlayStation, I'm playing it, and I hate <laughs> myself, and I don't know why. It's like it's the only game I have right it's now where you can the take card combat stuff is good. It's so good, but like, yeah. and that, but if you know you only have 20 minutes before you're able to do something, that's the only game I have right now I can play that I can just like stick it on for like 20 minutes and just play. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's it misses the mark so much. I don't okay. want to be Iron Man's friend. I don't want to be <laughs> Spider Man's friend. I just I just want them to fight bad guys for me. Barry, I, I see your point on Mario Strikers because I also was super excited for that game, and mm-hmm. what we got was just an unfinished. I it was like a playing a beta. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, so like I'm I am okay like if you guys put up enough of it like just don't be surprised that Scarlet and Violet is in my top ten uh, for it but I do yeah, understand I the so. disappointment portion of things yeah. from you guys but I 
you know, I feel like the disappointment with Scarlet, like Scarlet and Violet, is not so much the game, but the bugs that came with it and the part that it launched out in a horrible state, which I completely understand. But you can if, still play the game. Kind of. Same thing with Cyberpunk. Yeah. And I didn't that what one was a disappointment what, for us when that came out? I think Cyberpunk did win that year biggest disappointment. I'm just us. saying I'm just saying a very highly anticipated yep. Game Freak knows that Game Freak does not care about us as a as a gamer anymore. They just yep. know that they they didn't realize what monster that they were going to have in in 2 or 3 decades where they were going to be so rich they don't even have to care about actually making sure things are locked and loaded yep. on this could have been a better open world launch. Like Pokemon is doing open world the right way. Like they took what they had from Arceus and they took what they had from, um, Oh my God, uh, sword and shield. And they created this amazing thing. And then they just, yeah. Ar- yeah. Arceus. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fantastic. And then they just, they didn't let it land correctly. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's like watching like a figure skater practice the same thing over and over and they just didn't hit it in the Olympics. Like it just like sure. why didn't you hit it? You know what I mean? And like and, and that's why I'm okay with Scarlet and Violet being number two, but Mario <laughs> Strikers is much that's, much worse. That's fine. That's fine. That is that is definitely fine. We can do that. So Mario <laughs> I'm not gonna Strikers argue against one, that. and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet too. And, and somehow Dynamite. somehow Midnight Suns gets out of it. <laughs> it it's it's because we don't have we should just make the whole category win is what yeah, we yeah. should do yeah pretty much <laughs> next year uh all right all right they acted their 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 ass off let's do award it. we got freya mm-hmm. uh who was played by danielle busuti correct I, me if i said that correctly i, I think that's right okay in god of war we have jacob lee by uh joss dumel mm-hmm and that's in Callisto Protocol. I like that he's on there. Marissa Marcel, who play uh, played by Man Engage in Immortality. ASAP ASAP Rocky playing himself. You mm-hmm. almost said ASAP Ferg, didn't you? I thought I heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe subconsciously I have my ASAPs like you know ranked. Up, yeah. um, <laughs> and then I and then of course Aloy played by Ashley Birch in Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, so. Let me just ASAP Rocky can go. There's a very specific <laughs> there's a specific reason I put him on here. There is a point pretty far along in the game where you will have to go pick up ASAP and you have to drive him back to his garage, right? The whole ride back, which takes about five to seven minutes, right? He has this dialogue talking about um his his clothing line which is heavily featured in the game um and how he's using it I'm trying to remember how he's using it to help i think where he grew up or whatever but anyway my point being that he talks for a good five to seven minutes <laughs> and when i dropped him off i had no idea what he was trying to say <laughs> and even if you don't play the game see if you can find it and just listen to it oh my god i was like what did you just what were you saying for the past seven minutes oh my god he's just like yeah and back in like i'm trying to help out the brothers and 
I was like, I, oh my God, it was ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> it was so ridiculous that I was like laughing when it was over. I was like, that was yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Just fantastic. But so with him out of the way, we can do the serious ones. Yeah. For me, uh, I, like we've talked about how much Freya deserved it. Yep. How much uh, Marissa Marcel yep. deserves it as well. Like, and cause those two are kind of like the, the cream of the crop for me. Mm-hmm. Um, though like the, the difference for me is I think, Mar- I, I think Mannion Gage is like number one there considering the type of game she's in the acting right. has to carry it. Right. So that's yeah. why it's number one for me, even though I, I, I haven't played it. I know that it's what matters here. Yep. We then have the issue where for me, it's either Freya or Aloy where man doing Freya... Josh dirty well <laughs> he didn't have to he didn't have to act like they did facial facial yeah but i mean i don't think that he put i like him too just as a jet in yeah. general as yeah. an actor i don't think he had to put as much into jacob because i don't think jacob was as in depth okay as they, the others are and freya and aloy have so much going on that they react to that they believe that they feel um and i think their characters have so much depth just generally like they are just written so well mm-hmm. that they that they had to get nailed correctly by by their 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 um their actress and they did uh it's just it's not like josh didn't do a great job right. i just think to make it easier for us to stack them up against these other three because i'm with yeah. barry i know I know Mannion Gage. I know she had to like. Yeah. Or is Mannion or Manon? Manon. Manon, I think. Yeah. I yeah. know that, that that had to get like. I think that's. Done well. I think that's my pick. And I think for me, Freya has to be number two because when we. I, we had all said when the Game Awards were on that she should have been nominated. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't because she did such a phenomenal job. Um, and I would pick her number one. But I would go with uh, Marissa from Immortality just because that is the entire game. Yeah. yeah. Is going through all these film clips and seeing, trying to figure out, you know, what her story. And she has to act her ass off or else this game doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that, that, that order unless okay. there's another Aloy type of argument you want to throw barry so so like the thing is and the thing is with me with aloy is the fact that she is the main character so we get a lot like we get a lot more time with aloy and she needs to be written and flushed out in such a way where like she had to have acted her butt off because she is the main character right where freya it there's portions of the game she's not even involved with uh because like primarily what we're talking about with Freya is the, from the moment she ambushes you as a Valkyrie to the moment that she, you like you Kratos and Freya have their, like their talk after um, uh, what's the world you're in or after, after the one boss battle mm-hmm. is pretty much like where I'm at with that one. So it's like, do I take this one section for Freya and base her off of that? Or do I take Aloy who's some of whole is a lot more technically challenging than what Freya's was because Aloy is the central part of the game. Sure. Well, didn't they, I mean, they had an entire other game to flesh Aloy's character out. I mean, they kind of did with Freya. 
but I think Freya made more of an impact in the smaller amount of time that she was on the screen. That's would, that's that's agree. my argument for yeah. her. Like yeah. I thought she was be- she was my favorite character when I was playing as a as a shriveled angry man. Well, not <laughs> shriveled, but you know what I mean, as an a- angry god man and a, and a and an annoying boy. Like we spent a lot of time with them and Freya still showed, stole the show for me. Okay. Um but I, I I I do have a specific place in my heart for Aloy though, so I never really want to like vote against anything that isn't that does involve her, like specifically Aloy, because I think yeah. she's a great character. That's my that's my other issue there. Um, well, can we agree on Marissa at number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right, and, and let's just and flesh got, out this number two. Yeah, and you guys are you guys are right about Freya. Like she does definitely, I think, make more of an impact. I would wonder how I feel whether if both of these games were released around the same time because Freya, of course, has like the recency bias here right. with me, with being a lot more uh, vocal. But I, uh, I, I will ultimately yield to <laughs> uh, to Freya here, just because like I, I look back on that section with even when you're playing as Kratos and it's Freya following you around like the whole dialogue option of well not really the option but the whole dialogue of like kratos explaining wait there was a you know telling her there was another kid kratos had and what happened to that like you feel for that especially if you're someone who has been playing the god of war series the entire time it's been out so that's why i'm you know you finally get that satisfaction as someone who's played all of the god of war games that kratos is finally telling freya like he he knows more than you know more than you think like he knows yeah. about the it came full the circle child. there right yeah 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 i've me personally i've never i don't think that aloy is that interesting of a character <gasps> Great i know that back. <laughs> i i just have never found her that interesting see i i would agree with you like before like the first game she's pretty kind of bland like there's a lot mm. of mysterious around her but like for me, it's when Aloy like kind of figures out. Wait, there's a clone of me. Her entire world starts to break down. Sure. Just because she finds out, like she's always been about. Oh, I'm all alone in this world. I'm the last remaining person of my mother, who's this great, you know, started this whole calamity thing, protected us from the calamity, and then everything went wrong. And then you find out, wait, there's a clone. Yeah. So it yeah. kind of like in in that that portion of the game like it, she really you can really start to see her character kind of break down at the fact that she like she has this dilemma with herself with okay there's a clone and this clone is nothing like me and and Aloy and Ashley has to play both of those characters mm-hmm. as well yeah so yeah and technically I... technically challenging but that's why again like I'm okay with yielding but I want to give Ashley Rich her credit Sure. As yeah, as Aloy, no no matter what, they're like she is definingly in that third position. Like there okay. is, a, sorry, there's a gap between Aloy and <laughs> and Jacob Lee for me. Like there is a gap. <laughs> That's fair. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah i I honestly like it. Freya. I think is a good one because we all said when those Game Awards came that she wasn't even nominated was a crime mm-hmm. because she does. Yeah. She shows such emotion. Um, but I mean, I, I totally get where you're coming from with Aloy. That that could also be number two. I honestly don't care. Whatever <laughs> one you want to put at number two is fine with me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's actually it for 
the fun yep. game of the year discussion that we have with the awards. Yep. Uh, we are going to next get into game of the year portion, which are personal top tens and trying to figure out everything. Mm-hmm. All right. We are back, everybody. Whether or not I record this as a separate uh, portion of things, I might <laughs> or I might just keep it all at once. We'll see how Anchor decides to let me upload it. But after a brief <laughs> intermission and some late additives to the game of the year right under uh, the discussions, buzzer. <laughs> right under the yeah. buzzer, these games, ding, ding, you know, ding. they needed to be talked about and we needed to get them on there. Yep. So. We are now going to talk about getting our game of the year down to 10 and also figuring out their order here. Yep. So, and we are at 16 right 16. now. So six will have to go right away. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Who's turn game of the read? year nominees. All right, let's do it. Are Ghostwire Tokyo, Pokemon Arceus, Bayonetta 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Collection, Golf Plus, Vampire Survivors, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 2022, (laughs) Gotham Knights, God of War Ragnarok, Need for Speed Unbound, Callisto Protocol, Elden Ring, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Cult of the Lamb, and Horizon Forbidden West. Now, so we got to cut six before we get too far, even into anything here. Mm -hmm. This is tough. I think that we may have a very easy omission here. Okay. What would that be? Be golf plus. Really? Only Hmm. because that might not have actually been released in 2022. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. It, it, It may have come out earlier we have to check ladies and gentlemen we have a humdinger are we going to be that specific or are we going to go by when we play it i mean i did admit demon souls earlier because it didn't come out this year okay that's that's not what i was looking for all right this is uh this this if you guys want to talk about some of the other ones while i'm looking this i mean i'm sorry i mean we gotta we gotta difficult we're gonna have to lobby for what we think needs to be cut i I'm going to throw a wrench in the program here and say the first one that should be cut is Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, uh, I can't have that. No. <laughs> are we? T- I was about to say, it's are you seriously? A, yeah, it's such a bad ending that um, it just like I enjoyed playing the game. But when I got to the end, I felt like I wasted 40 hours of my so, life. So what you're saying is Forbidden West should not be in consideration before no. something like Lego Star Wars Skywalker collection. 100%. Because Lego Star Wars Skywalker is one of is the best Lego game they've made. Okay. Um it's tough. I mean this is tough because these are six 16 good games. Can can we I think we should Keep that in mind until okay. Barry can put his full <laughs> argument towards it. Barry's the one who will do the most defending for Horizon for sure. He 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 definitely is. Yeah. Can we can we do we feel comfortable with taking out Gotham Knights? Does Gotham uh, Knights feel like a top ten game? For me, it does. Does it? Uh huh. Okay. I enjoyed it. Um. This is tough. This is really tough. 
what about Ghostwire Tokyo? I was thinking I about like... I was thinking about that. That could be another one that we take okay. out. Um again, like we all have our personal lists or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean that could be one for sure. Here, I'll make it easy. Okay. Um, Cult of the Lamb is on my personal top ten list, but it's mm-hmm. not very high. It is also on our list, and you two have not played it. Okay. We could take off Cult of the Lamb. Do you want to do that, Barry? Yes. Right. Um, so we as could... my research has come to find, here we go. Uh, I cannot find a official release date, <laughs> but I can find reviews dating back to 2020. Okay, so we take Golf Plus off then. That's fine. Yeah. So that'll get us down to 14 then. Every everyone counts here. Yeah. So we got to cut four more. Okay. So overall, I can. I'm okay with cutting Ghostwire Tokyo. I mean, I'm okay with that if that's what you guys want to do. I think it's a great I hope, game. I, I think it's a great game. I hope it brings a, a many different takes to in the future. I just don't think it, it's a top 10 I would also for the year. Of, I would also get rid of Arceus. I I will defend Arceus. Uh, I will get rid of Bayonetta 3. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. I was I gonna, that was the next thing I was I don't think it belongs in a top 10. So I think that's fair. So we need two more. I mean, if you guys are, are like strongly like you don't think Gotham Knights deserves to be in there, I'm okay with taking it off. Well, well, we need, first need to hear Barry's Forbidden West take <laughs> because because I just found it surprising that that was the first game mentioned that it should not be on. This he's list. just trying to trigger. I feel like no, he's I'm just not. trying to trigger. No, I'm not. I, I just think I think that ending was awful. And I was Look, so angry by that ending. <laughs> I agree that the ending is bad. It's bad. Yeah. But I can't just take the fact that Vegas wasn't something that I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I can't take out, I can't take out parts of the game that I genuinely really enjoyed or was surprised with. Like Vegas was awesome. Uh, I really thought, and I'm not, I, I, you can count points off for me for this, but when you go to visit, like it's toward the end game, but it's kind of the coastal area. Yes. Mm -hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Fighting those like bat type uh, like yeah. creatures was fun. Like I can't take out the fun I had in Horizon. I do think as well, if we're talking about game of the year here, it's not just the ending. We're True. also talking about graphically wise, probably one of the prettiest games I've ever played. I think God ever. of War is prettier. I think I, uh, but the problem for me of God of War, I don't think it looks that much different from one. I don't. Okay. And I don't think that Horizon did that much different than the last game did. Um, okay, I may be a little bit jaded on the opening beginning uh of Horizon. I, I will admit that, but I, I can't take I can't take Horizon Forbidden West out of the top ten. I, I can't. So my thing is and it, it maybe it does deserve to be in the top ten. I'm not against putting it in the top ten. I think that one, there's not a whole lot different from the first one. Two I completely ignored the majority of the uh, elemental type stuff going on in that game and just went in bashing the crap out of stuff. Um, Mm. I didn't even want to mess with that because it was too convoluted. Um, I thought the ending was bad and it is a very pretty game. And I can't say that I like was like, oh, my God, I hated my time with it. I was just so off put 
by where they went with it that I was just like, it left such a bad taste in my mouth of like, you know what I mean? That being said, I still enjoyed it. The actual playing of the game. Um, so, I mean, I'm okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to look on here on like what else would I consider not as much fun as I had with Horizon. Um, man. I mean, if you guys want to get rid of Gotham Knights, we can. I, I'm saying that I enjoy Gotham Knights. I'm just saying that I there's not a lot of things on here I enjoyed it more than. Okay. Um, Pokemon Arceus, while I have not played that game since February, maybe March, I was blown away at what it was actually doing. Okay. So what it did. So we keep Pokemon and cut Gotham? And that gets us to 11. That does get us to 11. All right, we'll get rid of Gotham. So we got to cut one more. Do you guys believe that Mario plus Rabbit should be on that list? It's on my own personal list. I haven't it's played it five. yet. Oh, that's right. It, See, it's number five for me on my own personal list for Game of the spoilers. Year. Spoilers. Oh, darn. <laughs> it's okay. No, Stupid. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm... Super looking forward to playing that game. I like the first one. Yeah, so, and that's the thing. Like, Mario plus Rabbids, like, and... Man, what I, what I run into here, and, like, the, the one thing that's still kind of glaring for me is, like, Need for Speed Unbound. Really? Um, Don't get me wrong, I like the direction it's taking in, but I think it could be better. Okay. That that that's my thing with with Need for Speed Unbound. It is like making the correct strides that I want it to make, uh, but it it still doesn't reach those heights that I want Need for that I think Need for Speed can reach. Now, if we're talking about games that I put on here that I think like that I want to make a case for in the top ten is Xenoblade Chronicles Three is the best JRPG that's come out this year. Mm-hmm uh hands down agreed hands down i i, mm-hmm. I do I st- like that is in a top 10 and i'll i'll i will push for that till the <laughs> uh, this podcast won't end but you haven't beat it no i haven't but i'm i am i but it is a jrpg like okay. that came out in the middle of like all of the other games craig craig c knows as okay, well but like, how much time did you put into it huh to get to chapter five huh? is at least 40 hours okay all right it's, i'm it's just a, making it, sure okay long. all right it's that's a, fine it's a, it's a it's no a i don't i don't disagree with you i think that is the best jrpg that came out this year for sure so i, I would like, rather i look at it as like all right games that i beat right i beat horizon mm-hmm. i beat need for speed i would much rather start a new game of need for speed than i would a new game of horizon well, also mm-hmm. one is a lot. <laughs> one's a lot different. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, not, but, I don't think you can really I put, them. I put forty hours into Horizon. And I put thirty-five into Need for Speed. Yes, they're different games, but I put the same amount of time pretty much into it. And I would right. much rather go right, back for, and do that than for the Horizon. sake <laughs> for, for the sake of I think ever, like all of us here. Like, well, and, Craig, and this, what do you think? You think Horizon's a top ten game? I think Horizon is a top 10 game. Um, I, and also, Barry, no yeah. spoilers. Horizon's in my personal top 10. Okay. All right. <laughs> so it's not like I'm not like, say, I don't want people to think this game, I think this game's terrible. It's in my personal top 10. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, it's just like for me, like I have such a hard time pushing Pokemon Arceus away when I've spent over 100 hours in that game. That's fair. That's um, fair. 
You did. You like did everything in that game pretty much. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I and it's it's because Arceus changed up the formula and such a it's such a much more fun game than Scarlet and Violet is. I'll like I will definitively say that I love Arceus more than Scarlet and Violet. Um, Do you want to? I th- what's the thought on Lego Star Wars then? So, and, and this is just me personally. Sure. I I get I can I get really bored of the Lego games. Okay. Um, and it's just because, like, a lot of the times it's retelling the stories that mm-hmm. I already know in a kind of funnier way with a Lego skin on top of it. Right. Um. I, like, but the thing is, is also they just in this collection, they also did the new trilogy in it as well. New. Yep. So like, I, I can't take away from Skywalker collection. It Like me personally, it's not in my top 10. Sure. But it is it, it is a game and it's a triumphant for a turn. Yeah. For uh, for Lego games that I think for the most part, we haven't really seen a lot of lately. I think Lego Lego games in general have always been. You play the story and it's like eight to ten hours. And then once mm-hmm. you finish that story, there's the side stuff, which is like another 20 to 30 hours. Yeah. And yeah. that's like you're either you either like that or you don't. And if you don't like that, you're not going to be into a Lego game. So, like, I can totally see taking that off the list if you don't think it's top 10. And Craig, did you play it? Um, I didn't play it. Okay. So I, I mean, it, but I for the it. sake of everybody's sanity, what if we just take Lego Star Wars off? That way, Horizon for you, Barry, is in the top ten, and for me, like Need for <laughs> Speed is in the top ten, and Pokemon. It's, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's to, a good sacrifice. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm willing to take that trade. The, this trade yeah. benefits me. So it does. Am, it does. I, and, I am, and we it, have our own personal. That's why, I like, I have my own personal top ten. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like be upset about anything getting cut at all. Yeah. Um, but I think for the sake of sanity, Lego goes. Okay. Lego, and I, I know one of my friends who listens to this podcast, his name is Brendan, mm-hmm. is going to be very upset we just took that game off the top ten. <laughs> sure. But, Brendan, I'm, I'm speaking to you personally right now. Play some other games. Play <laughs> something else other than Lego, and you might understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, It's a PSA. I, Three fourths of Lego of Star Wars Lego Collection is a game we've already played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the other half of it that that's different. But I am, okay. I'm happy with where we are with the top ten. All right. So now, gonna, now we got a, a range. So, what's everybody? Uh, first and foremost, go around. What's your bottom of the bottom tier number ten game, Craig? Out of these. <sighs> I just want to get my, a sense of like where we're at. My heart says Unbound, but okay. I didn't play it. Okay, Barry. Uh, mine is Arceus. Okay. Oh, okay. I would say. I think it's Arceus. I think that's the number ten. Okay. Yeah, I've I have no issue with Arceus being at ten. I haven't. I, don't, I go ahead. Well, like if you want, you can put Arceus at ten here. Like the the main thing that I just want to get out with Arceus is the reason it belongs in the top ten, just in general, despite the fact that you know we just kind of had to fight over what we wanted to do. Yep. Um, yep. Arceus is a fantastic Pokemon game that sets Pokemon in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The open world was the first of its kind at the time, catching Pokemon out in the wild and like being actually kind of scared of a Pokemon killing you was something completely new to the series that we had never gotten. And, you know, I I do, I I will admit like graphically, it's not that impressive to uh, gathering materials can definitely be a wane on like, you just want to continue playing, but you need to go gather materials to craft your Pokeballs. Yeah. And some of the, and some of like the quests, like the hunting for spirits to catch spirit tomb, that was a drag. Um, Mm -hmm. so this game was not without its faults, but for me, and I think for a lot of people, this took Pokemon to a completely new direction and Arceus was the most fun I've had with a Pokemon game in a long time. Um, I, the, the, the amount of fun I had just walking around, you know, playing the game and being able just to catch something without battling it. Like it is so much more streamlined um yeah in that case to work faster and if you want to battle with something go ahead and battle it but it it you could you could play aggressive you could play stealthy there were so many ways that they ended up i think making that game better pokemon in general better and i think that's why they were able to take the step they did in the new world stuff with scarlet and violet should we should they have waited yes they should have waited to release pokemon scarlet and violet to make it more viable game but Arceus was the foundation that Scarlet and Violet is built off of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Pokemon Arceus at 10. All right. So Craig, what would be your pick for number nine? This is going to be the easiest way to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. Um, It's not maybe, maybe rabbits. Okay. For nine. Very. For me, it's rabbits are unbound. I haven't played rabbits. Craig, I, this is not a spoiler alert, yeah. but I just, you might get tired of it. Not maybe earlier than you think, but okay. I think there might be something about it that'll annoy you. I can't wait for you to play it and then, t- sure. and then tell us about it, but I don't know if it's better. I would almost, going with what barry said i would maybe go this that below unbound i would probably i would say that rabbit should be on nine before unbound should be on nine okay so i mean i'm okay with that mario and rabbits sparked a hope at nine mm-hmm. yep. okay let's get rid of i'm that. happy it's on, i'm happy it's on there yeah you know you guys know how i feel about that about that series okay um all right craig what do you got for eight Of what's left on there. I'm going to say. Unbound. Okay. Barry, is that what unbound. you're saying as well? It's either unbound or protocol for me. I would go. Man. I would either go unbound or God of War. Let's then let's go unbound. Okay, I, I would if we're okay with all of us kind of yeah. saying that unbound can be there. That's fine with me. Okay, that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it again. Seven. I mean, I really wish I played Vampire Survivors. I don't know where to put it because of that. Right. Um, I'm gonna say Xeno. Mm. 
<laughs> I'm going to say Vampire Survivors. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it okay. should be higher. I mean, that's fair. This is where it gets a lot tougher for me because, like, yeah. I'm I'm now in between a three way here. Okay. With Protocol, Survivors, or Xenoblade. Okay. I think my bottom two of what's left would be Xenoblade or Vampire Survivors, and I think I would rather play Vampire Survivors. So I think I would go Xenoblade. Okay. Okay personally okay well you guys know i don't have much experience with vampire survivors i am okay with placing xenoblade three no yeah we're yeah we're placing it in seven yeah i'm okay with placing it in seventh that's what i'm saying okay so xenoblade three gets seven now craig do, do you plan on picking up xenoblade like chronicles three up again me no craig c oh. I do. It's just okay. there's never there has not been time. I, I was gonna say because I I if you want me to tell you why like it could be higher, it would be spoilers. Uh. <laughs> don't yeah, don't do that. I, I'm I'm yeah, don't do that. Okay. I appreciate that though. So then, can we say number six is Vampire Survivors? Yeah. Is that is that safe? Yeah. Like I feel like that's a lot higher than I thought it would get. <laughs> All right. So now we're in the top five. This is where it might get a little tough. It might not. I hate that. We'll see. Okay. So, Craig, what's your five? I can't hold it back any. Or I can't. I'm a big proprietor of it. I know you guys enjoyed it, but Mm -hmm. I wanted Callisto Protocol to go as high as possible. I don't know if I could put it higher than the other four now. Now that we're here. Okay. I. You say Callisto? I'm saying Callisto at five. I can't. I can't put it higher than any of the other four. I Mary? don't think. I don't think I can. So for me, it's either Callisto or Forbidden West. It's Forbidden. Oh, it's Forbidden West. It has to be. I, me personally, looking at this list, it's either got to be Forbidden West or Elden Ring. And I will put more. I will put up more of a fight for Elden Ring to be higher. Okay. So that's why I. I will put up the fightiest of fights for Elden Ring. <laughs> so Horizon then. Yeah. At five. Top five game. That's I fine. am. It's a lot higher than it deserves to be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a good game. It just has a bad it's ending. A... It's a good game with a bad ending. All right. Or. Callisto. Callisto. Really? Yeah. There, there is a portion for me of Callisto that becomes a drag. Okay. And I I cannot say that with the other games. Oh, I can totally say that for God of War. There's multiple times in that game where it's a drag. Multiple. Like, hours. (laughs) Well, okay, you're talking about the Atreus sections? All of them. (laughs) Which I didn't mind playing as Atreus. I... I, and that section with Kratos and Freya. You didn't like that? I thought that was no. the, one of the best parts of it. You mean I the thought maze? Storyte- <laughs> I thought, well, no, I uh, thought storytelling wise. And that, and oh, that yeah. last section. Before you get to the end. No, I'm talking about like the last open area before you get to the end of the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, that's fair. I mean, you guys both say Callisto. That's two out of three. So if you think it's Callisto, that's fine. I just think that Callisto personally is a short, concise, get to the point game. Whereas you know, for me, funny. God of War overstays its welcome. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm laughing because I'm staring at my list and I'm staring back at like the list that we're fighting over. Um, Mine's completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is good. Here. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I am okay like being interchangeable here mm-hmm. with Ragnarok or Protocol. Okay. But I can't I personally can't say Protocol is one or two out of the rest of this list. I could, but I mean, you guys both said Callisto right away. That's pretty convincing. You know what I mean? It is. It is. I'm okay with putting Callisto at four. Okay. Okay. So we put Callisto Callisto at four and then I'm pretty sure I was going to say, I guess the main thing here is we're in agreement that probably Ragnarok is probably third. I would say I'm so. okay with that. Yeah. Let me put that in there. So that means you got Elden Ring and Modern Warfare 2. How did Modern yeah. Warfare 2 get that? <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Because it's, it's dope. It is. Yeah, because that, that's the thing about this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2 is a return to form. It is. For it. I get, uh, like, it is, for me, it is back to being, and I will admit, unlocking the gun attachments is really the thing that irks yeah. me. I really wish they kind of made it a lot a lot more streamlined and easier. Uh, I, I don't know, it doesn't surprise me. I love Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Uh, do, I, and yeah. I'm not, Warzone is a completely separate thing. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, so th- that's where, th- this is where I'm at with this. Like, th- like the thing is here is... Modern Warfare 2 is a... It, I can't call it a remake, and you can't call it a remaster because nope. it's a completely different story. Yeah. Um, it's my comfort food. Like, yeah. every time I sit down and, like, I'll play a game, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to finish Final Crisis Core, and I'll play, like, 45 minutes and be like, I could just go play some more Call of Duty. And I end <laughs> up going back and yeah. playing Call of Duty for two hours, which yeah. is why I have over four days played already. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my comfort food. It's what I... Every game comes out, and I'm like, I could just play Call of Duty. I could just so, play Call of Duty. Yeah. so here's an option that none of us are thinking that's not on the list. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Persona Five Royal did technically come out on Xbox nope. this year. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. I am playing that right now, but no. <laughs> You're playing Persona Five Royal. I am. Oh my God, Craig! I need I need to hear not outside I, of this. I just <laughs> started like yesterday because it's been oh, okay. it was on Game Pass and I had it downloaded. I was like, I'm gonna try it again. I'm trying to be open minded and go back and play yes. these games that I didn't give enough time to. So I'm like, I'm going to give this game. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give it at least 10 hours. I feel like that's fair. If I'm not into it by okay 10 hours, that. then I'll know. So I'm OK with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I was going to say before we get into trying to decide game of the year here, because that's yeah. inevitably what will be. Uh, do we want to go into our personal top tens? We can do that. Yeah, we can make the people wait a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Let me pull up All mine. Right. Um, I don't know how you guys did yours, but I know Barry in the past we've had like our runner ups. Yeah. So I have like for my games, my movies, and my TV shows, which we'll get to later. Um, mm-hmm. I have twelve. 
I cut it down to 12 for each one. Yeah, I think I'm about at the same here as okay, well. Because I wanted to have some runner-ups because I feel like they deserve to be mentioned. I um, I think I have, let me count. I'm at 11 or 12 too. Okay. Okay, nice. So sorry, why don't we sorry. do whatever we have over 10, we'll go around and do our honorable mentions. All right. Um, I'll go first here sure. just because there's not a lot to be said about them that hasn't already been said. Uh, Stray is right outside there. Um, okay. I, I didn't think playing as a cat would be as fun as it did. I The puzzles I kind of enjoyed overall. Mm-hmm. The game isn't technically like too impressive or anything like that, but okay. Stray is on there. Uh, and then Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope uh, okay. is right outside there for me on the top 10. Uh, I'm... As you guys know, I'm a big strategy guy. Uh, Sparks of Hope is a fun strategy <laughs> game. Yeah. Okay. Cray. Uh, okay. Um, I right outside the top ten for me are is going to be Soul Hackers Two. Yeah. Stop. Yes. At least yes, top Craig. 10. At least it was a yes. no, 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 yeah. no. Could you believe how I couldn't even say it correctly? I like stuttered during it. Stole <laughs> Packers too, and um, high on life. Okay, is eleven. All right. Um, my two that didn't make it are number twelve. I had Trek to Yomi. Um, I really enjoyed that game a lot, and number eleven for me is Vampire Survivors. Okay. Definitely deserves to be mentioned, but it wasn't quite top 10 for me. All right, right. so let's do our 10s. Barry, give me your 10. Bayonetta 3. Wow, and you didn't even fight for it that hard. No, I I know there's a lot lot wrong with Bayonetta 3, Mm -hmm. but what I do enjoy is the Bayonetta parts. Sure. Uh, Viola, and and maybe it's just because, like, with Viola, I'm not her her they need to fix her blocking mechanic i do not like that her like there's two different blocks for her one that's super short and the other one is really long and it uh, i viola kind of brings down the game for me but whenever i was playing with bayonetta i was just having the time of my life okay Uh, and i really do think the quality of updates to the fact that i'm not just required to go to rodan um to to upgrade anymore i can just do it right from the menu uh, yeah, and earn right, all right. of my stuff and all of the new weapons i thought was a really fun additive to it it gives you really your own way to play uh and everybody's bayonetta <laughs> yeah with the multiverse concept can be uh <laughs> uh can be a lot of fun in your own bayonetta which is what i enjoy uh people enjoy like different play styles and bayonetta for one and two was always kind of one play style where this one expanded on her more so than ever before uh, with the fun and uh, game gameplay styles you could bring with her, so Bayonetta Bayonetta three has its issues. That's why I didn't fight hard for it, but that's why it belongs at number ten here. Okay, Craig, give me your number ten. Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> okay, I've... I enjoy. It. I mean, it, it captivating world. Just enough side quests right there, I, I playing, know. In, playing in the background. Just enough, just enough to kind of get you by side quest wise and such like that. Some of the actual side quest stories were pretty good. It was different. I think they nailed. It wasn't class. I mean, you could classify it in some degree as a shooter, mm-hmm. but um, I think what they did with who, like what you were fighting, the entities there, they stayed true to form, and 
I had a lot of fun with it. I just had Good. a lot of fun with it. It was, and that's inevitably why there are personal top tens. So, mm-hmm. Coastwire Tokyo, Tiggy okay. Ann. Uh, my number ten is Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I had so much fun with that game. So many hours. Um, it helps that it helps when you're a Star Wars fan for sure. But uh, I just think they everything worked for me in that game. No issues. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was fun collecting. I I had a blast. All right then. Uh, everybody's number nine. Yeah. I'll start with a Plague Tale Requiem. Wow. Um. Hugo is annoying. I I will give it that, which yep. kind of makes the ending maybe a bit more satisfying. <laughs> but spoilers. <laughs> um, but overall, like the the character arc that Amicia goes through, uh, I really enjoy. Um, Amicia definitely for me like steals the show in mm. Plague Tale Requiem. You get more out of also the other characters. You know, you you know, Amicia finds a mother type of figure. I. The, the couple of the reasons it's not higher is I do feel like they took a step back in like the puzzle type of thi- uh, the yep. puzzle aspect for uh, Plague Tale, which I really loved in the first one. Uh, mm. Being able to creatively take down enemies in in the first one, I feel like is better than in the second one, which is weird to say. Uh, but it I truly felt that and it seems like Craig R did also uh, ag- agree with me there as well. Uh, game's technically impressive you know with all of the rats all at once that ending sequence uh especially is pretty uh is pretty technically impressive but there's definitely things that keep a plague tale requiem from being better and you know that one i had a lot of high hopes for and it just didn't same (laughs) i think that's why like for me like it didn't make it just because i had such high hopes after that first one but it was still fun ish it dragged in the middle for sure. Go ahead, Craig. Uh, number nine for me is Call to the Lamb. Okay. Quite, quite a hootenanny of a time. <laughs> um, I think the combination of what they were able to do artistically with that game, how they were able to take a splish of this and a splash of this, and they were to throw it into one um, game where you throw a little bit more blood in there and it's uh it's it's got a lot of what i like it's not too roguelike so people of all types can play it um my wife who doesn't really um like those type of souls games or any type of like like a tougher game even found uh herself really liking it and i i don't know it's just it's just one of those you can pop in and play and it's not too long but I actually was satisfied when I beat it. So Cult of the Lamb is number nine for me. Okay. My number nine is uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Shouldn't be a surprise, but it is a, no. top, it is a top 10 game for me. Pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, number eight for me is when we start to get in probably the uh, Scarlet and Violet territory here. Okay. Again, I did say Scarlet and Violet is a worse game than Arceus. Probably was hence why Arceus is not <laughs> higher up on the list for me uh but it does do pokemon like it it finally feels like we're getting in the right directions of what pokemon can be it just sucks that the release for it was as terrible as it was Uh, i see the potential in it i still play scarlet and violet to this day because the pokemon part of it is that good but Mm -hmm. it's the other stuff that sucks the technical aspect of it all that really that really brings down the 
brings down the score for me and why it's not higher. All right, for me, mm-hmm. it's actually Arceus. Oh, Arceus eight. is eight for me. Arceus is at eight. I wanted to put it higher. It's definitely not near when I near when I actually was playing it, but I enjoyed what the team did with that style of game. And it seemed like in the beginning of the year when that came out that we were on the cusp of a new reinvented Pokemon. <laughs> it seemed like it. Mm-hmm. So for how I felt in the moment and and for a good month and a half, I would say for how I felt in that time frame, I feel po- Pokemon Arceus deserves a top 10 spot. It's just hard to put it in front of the other ones that I have. Fair. Uh, number eight for me is uh, Golf Plus. Um, personal yeah, list, so I don't care when it came <laughs> yeah. out, but yeah. yeah. Um, probably the most fun I've had on my VR headset this year for sure. So I have to put it on there. Golf Plus. Like it. Number seven for me is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <gasps> me too. Oh, oh match. Doubling cute. up. Oh, my God. Oh, cute. We're so match. cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it would happen more often. Right. I, th- I think our lists are just everywhere, yeah, to be they honest. Are. The, you'll be surprised with some of the other ones here. So. Um. All right. My number seven, uh, God of War, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I feel like that's the right spot for it. Uh, good game just dragged on still a top 10 game though number six for me is modern warfare 2 hmm. forbidden west for me wow okay yeah uh number six for me is gotham knights all right <laughs> got it up okay there. <laughs> i feel like gotham knights could make its way up higher for me if i played more of it and that's okay. what i'm kind of missing here is gotham knights i, I haven't played enough of that's fair yeah. To put to put higher up. Uh, but then getting into that, my number five is Vampire Survivors. Okay. It's a good spot. Uh mine is Mario plus Rabbits. Wow, that's high. Yeah. I had, I, I knew it was gonna be high for him. He really loved Mario vs. Yeah, Rabbits. Really loved it. Mario and Rabbits. And my number five is Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I just really like that game. I feel I like, like it can I, I understand the people who are like it's repetitive, but I just mm. enjoyed the story and like the the enemies were cool. I just like walking around Tokyo. It was cool. Yeah, it was, yeah. Fun. It was cool. All right, uh, we are then at number four for me. Number four is Horizon Forbidden West. Man, high up there. Four for me is God of War. Man, also high up there. <laughs> Uh, number four for me is Modern Warfare 2. Number three for me is Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> so you like God of War better than Horizon? Yeah. Okay. Same. Okay. Same. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 is three for me. Damn. Okay. Number three for me, Need for Speed Unbound. Yeah, you you fought hard for that. I one. did, <laughs> um, and and I and I see why. Uh, which is why I think I'm so happy that at least for me, uh, my number two is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, that's why I, I that's why I know when I have to stop my battles there because yeah. I I know how much you loved. I feel I think we're a lot of the same there with Unbound and me yeah. for Arceus. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I get that, that you put you put so much time into that game. It's insane. Yeah. 
Well, so, number, number two for me is Callisto Protocol. Wow. Okay. Number two for me, Session. Yeah. No, yeah. Gotta be the, up there. Yeah. yeah. Which I, you know, I hate to be like also that person, but number one for me is Elden Ring. Hold on. Barry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your number one, Craig? Oh, it's Elden Ring. It's 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 the eldest of rings. So my number one is Callisto Protocol. Um, but that being said, how crazy is it that I don't I mean, I don't have Elden Ring in my top ten at all. And Barry, do you not have Callisto in your top ten at all? Correct. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. I just feel like we Craig, you and I were so hyped up for Callisto Protocol. And we I, I think it delivered what I wanted. It did. Short, concise, moody, atmospheric. Yeah. I, I mean the great. only thing we the only thing you get from critics are the people who play Dead Space and mm-hmm. just it wasn't Dead Space. Right. That's that was the biggest complaint that I really saw from the game. Minor bug issues, but right. not scarlet or violet level. But the biggest thing that people had is that it wasn't Dead Space and that Dead Space is already on the horizon. Like the remake is already on yeah. the horizon. So like Yep. It's a, it was a great game and I was immersed in that the sounds, the sights. Mm-hmm. You told a story in 12 hours, 15 if you couldn't beat certain things. You know, there was yep. not a lot of there was not a lot to distract from the point. Each level had its own each chapter had its own sometimes biome or at least weather or some type of change in the environment. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. I mean, and I I pulled a, uh, I mean, you could call it, what do you call it? A knives out, right? Because I've had it here the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Going back to our, the podcast game of the year, though, I feel like I'm going to be fighting against both of you then because I think Modern Warfare is better than Elden Ring. Well, so I, you know, what's, Personally. what's hard for me here is I'm actually really conflicted because I, I look okay. at back to like the main one here. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring is the best version of all of the Dark Souls games. In my eyes, uh, like Bloodborne is right up there with me, and I love Bloodborne. Right. Um, the open world portion of it adds to this, and, you know, a lot of the times I just found myself like, wow, like, especially you first open the doors to, uh, to, to, to the world of Elden Ring, and you're like, wow, there's so much to do. And then, like, as a Dark Souls, like, veteran for me, I see that golden knight and I know not to touch that guy. Like, right? yeah. I know he's going to mess my day up. <laughs> and then things where you get on the elevator and you're wondering, it's like a three minute ride down to the below surface. And you're wondering oh why it's taking so long. And then it, it really is a beautiful moment in the game. Cause it's like purple, it's dark. It's kind of like sky eerie type of uh, portion of things. And like, and I think the main reason for a lot of people saying that Elden Ring is game of the year is because it, the satisfaction you get from beating it. Uh, no other game yep. gives you that satisfaction of, you know, I just got my butt kicked by the boss at least 50 times. Mm-hmm. And when you finally beat him on the 50th, you're yelling at your TV, <laughs> like, in of uh, you know, going, I, you know, like getting all pumped up because you did it now. Modern Warfare 2 is the best Call of Duty that we've gotten in a while. I see a lot of similarities in these games, despite the fact that they're so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't feel like I heard you talk about Elden Ring much this year, though. Which is why it surprised me you put it at number one. Like, Craig, I've heard you talk about it a lot. But Barry, <laughs> I don't feel like you've talked about it a lot. Well, the thing is, is, and I think people know, like, I, I do like the Elden Ring games. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, I do like Dark Souls games. Right. And for me... I've, I always enjoy the Dark Souls games, and I've talked about it in the three years that we've been doing this right. podcast, because we got things like Demon Souls, and I loved Demon Souls when that came out for PS5, so, like, as, as we go along here, you know, I just kind of learned to appreciate, um, I, I, I appreciate Elden Ring more and more as time goes on, Sure, and Elden Ring is the oldest you know game kind of almost on this list that came back out in february so Mm. i think the fact that you know as much as i'm in a line with the game of the year official game of the year awards portion of things you know it's very rarely i find does a game ever meet up to those expectations and i think universally elden ring met and exceeded those expectations okay so okay i i would say and, and, and I'm in agreement there. It was highly anticipated. I remember talking with people about it in like the December of 2021, specifically fond memories of that. And like, you know, you, you, you just were hoping that everything they wanted to put anything, everything they had on paper, they executed and they did. It was fantastic. That elevator ride you're talking about Barry actually leads to a better portion than the, than almost the main story of the game. It's an entirely new section with its own, um, its own different enemies, its own bosses, and truthfully is a part of the best quest in the game. And that's arguably arguable, but like on my side, it's the best quest. It's better than like the main story quest, to be honest with you. But there is so much going on. And that was a moment when you realized in that game that it's not just, this game is not just like, it. it there's more dimensions than you could even fathom. It's not just caves and an open world and then you go here and then you like it's 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 different um modern warfare 2 is uh, modern warfare 2 is like out of like the three pigs it's the pig that built the brick house it's the one that laid the best foundation for years to come i can't wait to be playing modern warfare 2 for two or more years i just tried to add tried to add two and somewhere else there but i can't wait i can't wait to be playing that game for years to come they basically set up what is at least exciting to me what looks like is going to be a lot of content they're trying different things they got raids in the mix now but they didn't try to destiny to it too much they made it its own raid and hopefully they fine tweak it so you can get better loot for freaking winning at least the first time yeah but anyway there's a lot going on that makes you when you're playing the game i don't know how you guys feel but when you first log in and you just see all the different things i've actually the the 100th time i've turned on the game i looked and i was like wow there's still so much crap to do i love it like there's just so much you could be a war zone person you could just be standard multiplayer my wife and i have specifically just been playing shipment and the christmas version of shipment we've been playing that for seven hours that's Mm -hmm. one itty bitty that's one percent of what you can do in 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 modern warfare too so uh, like yeah i mean if you guys are set on elden ring that's fine but yeah, that that was my argument with Modern Warfare 2 is that it has a fantastic 
campaign. One of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Um, multiplayer is fantastic. I'm enjoying Warzone again, whereas I despise the last Warzone. The raid was good. Um, the co-op stuff is pretty good. Um, I just think that like there's so much in that game that that's why I've spent so much time in it. Because I can go in and yeah. play multiplayer for three hours and be like, oh, I'm done with multiplayer, but I'm going to go play Warzone now or something. You know, like you can just switch it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, my my issue with Elden Ring is that is I don't I enjoy the game. It's just that like I haven't gotten to see enough of it because still to this day, I haven't gotten past the first boss. And I just got to the point where I was banging my head against the wall and I was like, all right, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go try and level up. And I did that and I came back and I was still getting my ass whooped by that first boss. And I was just like, I'm done. You know, like I just hit that point where I was like, I don't want to spend another five hours trying to level up again. I just I'll go play something else. I, I recommend Craig in your and before we get our rush of games in the, in the next uh, in 2023, because mm-hmm. what what you went through is what I went through with the second boss. I just didn't have the correct build set up right. for the second boss, who's more magic based, and I like wanted to stop playing. It took me so long to beat her. She was the hardest person I fought in the game. I mean, millennia, but. Yeah. Um, I think you should give it a shot again. I don't. I'm not going to tell you to stop playing Persona Five to do it, but I think you should. I think you should. <laughs> One game at after a time. After you're done, here. after yeah. you're done with Persona Five, aka the best game of all time. That's a different. Not, not, I'm taking that back. I don't want to stir any stir the pot there. But <laughs> it right, is so, anyway. So I, we put Elden Ring at one and Modern Warfare at two. No, no, you don't think so. I want uh, like you, you're you talking to me and both of you talking about the way you guys feel about Modern Warfare Two, like for for me, I guess I I try not to because Modern Warfare Two I think is such a return to form for Call of Duty. Where I know you liked Vanguard, Craig, yeah. but I know a lot of people didn't like Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Cold War for me was a was downhill. Yeah, was still, yeah. I I am completely satisfied with putting Modern Warfare 2 2022 as game of the year for this for this podcast. <laughs> it is the the mo- like and again, I know you guys love Warzone. I hate it, mm-hmm. but the DMZ portion of things is still fun for me. The right. multiplayer is refined despite the fact that the attachments I wish was a little bit easier. It's not a game that requires me to and and here's and here's what I guess the the defining factor is. Call of Duty doesn't force me to go on the internet, and what Craig just told you to do is go look and find a build. Yeah, like Elden <laughs> Ring. You if it's at some point you may have to do that. You may I, have to I, go in there, and I did plenty of that while playing Elden Ring. I and spent about five hours looking up I, build videos. <laughs> I, I do. I did enjoy that portion of things. Uh, to be completely honest, but. I see from from your eyes how frustrating it can be to feel walled off onto a game yeah. where Call of Duty really doesn't have those walls. You can, with skill based match, you know, skill based lo- right. lobby matchmaking, um, you should be able to have a decent amount of fun in multiplayer, no matter how bad you may be. Yeah. Uh, you also have things like cooperative, which they're getting better at now, uh, and they'll be putting more into. So I I think. 
and I tr I guess I in my mind I'm still thinking of Modern Warfare 2 as the old one and that this is a new kind of retelling of it but it's its own new game is what mm -hmm. I need yeah. to get out of my head because uh, it is it, it is a there there really is no link other than Captain Price McTavish right. and all of the other ones I know you like the story in them and, and that kind of thing those gathering missions aren't my favorite portion of the game sure. uh, just because it is it can be a little bit frustrating but I think I think overall I, I think you did you have kind of put me onto the board where <laughs> Modern Warfare Modern Warfare 2 is a game of the can is an, is a game of the year. Craig. <laughs> I think you should call it before we talk ourselves out of it. I mean, we can do that if you want. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I cuz like if I start talking more about Elden Ring, then I'm going to I'm not going like in this brief moment, I'm I'm okay with yielding Call of Duty. Mhm. Mm to game of the year i already have my personal my personal one elden ring would not be beaten and that's fine that's me and elden ring's already kind of gotten real world accolades as well so we're good right. like if we don't we if we start talking about elden ring again i'm probably gonna flip-flop but i'm okay with call of duty modern warfare 2 right now number one sure on on the list i don't know i think it helps too that like Modern Warfare 2, and it's a product of there's so many Call of Duties, has gotten literally nothing this year. You know what I mean? And I think they did such a great job, and it didn't win anything at the Game of the Year Awards. Anything. You know, and not even Best I, Shooter. They gave it to Splatoon. Yeah, and, yeah. and it kind of doesn't deserve. Yeah. I, I want to okay. say that it, it feels, and it's because I listen to a lot of sports talk radio that maybe this is happening. But it's almost like if you watch football, you know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in sure. the NFL. But he's not getting a lot of NFL or MVP considerations because he's been doing it for this many years. We expect it out of him at this point. Yep. Where mm. Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty continues to sell like year after year after year. Even though like with Vanguard and Cold War, they're kind of the uh, historically two lower points of the franchise. Yep. And Modern Warfare 2 like came back, uh, came back, you know, in a bustling, fantastic way. But everybody was like, yeah, it's Call of Duty. Of course it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like that's what we take for granted. And and that's why and that's why I'm OK with it. Like, are we all happy with the list? Do we yeah. are do we want to like throw keyboards and throw <laughs> tablets at each other saying that you know i think it's does... a fair list i think it's Honestly. a fair list you guys are still my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i yeah i mean that's a solid top 10 that's a a top 10 that i could give to somebody who's like what games should i play and there's a there's something in there for everybody yeah there is despite what you may or may not like a type of game like you could find something in this top 10 that you would like love. Yeah. I, th I, I yeah, I think, I, I think you're right about that. I think we have such a genre. Yeah. There's so many different here. ones in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yep. there is. Mm -hmm. Like you got your RPGs, you have a racing game, you have uh, a shooter, switch you have, games, yeah, switch, uh, open world action adventure. I don't even know what you call vampire survivors, but like bite sized <laughs> bite sized type game that you can play for 10 minutes or 10 hours. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's a solid list. Yeah, I think, do you guys want to put like a, add one more game of like 1.5 Sonic Frontiers? No. Mm, <laughs> it wasn't on your yeah, list either. 
I know. Yeah, what? I know. He said defeated. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. But I that that is uh, I'm really surprised here. Yeah. Uh, it only like we we all kind of played the same games this year, and mm-hmm. we kind of went into our personals without getting too much into them as well. But you know, overall, you know, Overwatch Two probably should have gotten you know more love, and I'm just no. joking there as well. Didn't <laughs> it doesn't? Uh, you mean one point five? Yeah, Overwatch one point five. <laughs> I, I've for for me, I just want to hear what the other people have to think about our top uh, our top ten. I yeah, sure. I'm like I kind of feel like like we all got represented like in in the top ten here. I do know like for Craig, Horizon Forbidden West, you would probably switch Forbidden West and Unbound, wouldn't you? Yeah, if you got the chance. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and then. Like I get, you'd probably switch Callisto and Elden Ring. I don't know. Yeah, but you did. But I should say, where was Modern Warfare Two ranked on your uh, on your list? Yeah. Um, let me see. I had it a lot lower. Yeah, uh, four. So you had it four. Oh. I had it at six. I had it at three. Man. Okay. Look at That's that. what I'm saying. You guys, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy Maybe. how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that. Um. Maybe that was the silver lining right there. Maybe that was telling <laughs> us something. Because I mean, on I mean, like we, I think we fluctuated a lot more with where Forbidden West was on our personal list. Actually, yeah, like Barry, where did you have Forbidden West? I think I had it at four. Okay, uh, all right, that was that was the highest. Yeah, four. Forbidden I had West. it at six. Forbidden West for me was nine. So, like on average, that should be lower technically than what Modern Warfare where yeah. Modern Warfare would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think it. I think it ended up being a very good list. And again, like Craig said, I think it's something you can hand off to somebody. If this was still Christmas, yeah. or be- right before Christmas, we could be like, buy these ten games yeah. and their systems, get them all. Like, yeah, and then <laughs> like, you'll be set. Yep. Yeah. But so. you should probably play them in a hurry because there's more games coming out in January. So many. <laughs> Does not stop. Fire Emblem Engage. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. Wasn't it in most intent? But wasn't it most anticipated? But know that uh, my life g- is gone after that <laughs> Barry, game comes out. Bar- I just put my pre-order in for that, and I might. And I'm not. I'm not joking. I might cancel Callisto Protocol's pre-order, Definitely. or not Callisto Protocol. Um, for for spoken, <laughs> for spoken. Wow. I was gonna say, would... how do you cancel your pre-order on Callisto <laughs> Protocol? <laughs> yep. I want my money back. I played it already. That's what. <laughs> But I guess for the most part, I just want to make sure is anybody else want to have anything to say? Any honorable mentions about games that didn't get talked about or anything like that before listen, I do the sign listen, off here? It's, it's not on our on the podcast <laughs> list, but please, for the love of God, people need to give some love to Session. Yeah. Like, go show that some love. Go try it out. I'm pretty sure you can get a trial for it on Xbox. Um. I, I just think it deserves more than it's getting for sure. Yeah, I, I do think that session suffers from the fact that everybody's kind of waiting for skate. It feels like. Yeah, but skate's going to be free to play. Who knows how that's going to be? You're, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that is right. I forgot. <sighs> I hope it's it... good. I really do. Mm. But all right. It, it feels like really anticlimactic in a way. I'm not sure if you guys <laughs> feel the same way about it, but yeah, I guess Modern Warfare 2 is our game of the year. Yep. Uh, <laughs> go figure. Uh, Does that yeah, make it better? Oh, 
Yeah, hopefully you guys <laughs> liked our uh, like our podcast here. You know, if you're listening for the whole two and a half hours here, thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, just make sure if, if you listen this far, why don't you follow us on like Twitch, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, and, All of and Facebook and stuff like that. Just you got to be really dedicated to listen to us talk <laughs> for two and a half hours. That's right. Yes, but thank um, you. But thank about you for video doing games. That. And thank you for your time. And I, I got to know, like, and I want people to tell me, like, where are your top fives at? Yeah, I I want to know what people think about about ours, because I think a lot of people are going to be like, we're sellouts because we have <laughs> Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare yeah. 2 as it and not some indie game or not like some sort of storytelling game. But uh, it, it still goes to show that being able to play with your friends is a big portion of what games are today still. Yeah, Call friends. of Duty. I have a lot of fun playing with my friends, and I had a lot of fun playing by myself yeah. as well. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. Hopefully, when I get this out, it is the first. Let let us be the first to wish you a happy 2023. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. I plan on having this out at least by New Year's Day or the day before. This is a great way to ring in the the new year. Is play the best of 2022 before fire emblem engage comes out or <laughs> dead space one of the yeah, two because once that starts it all gets washed away and a new season of the podcast starts yep. season four yay, yay. <laughs> are there any particular uh, new year's resolutions that you guys have maybe for the podcast wish you did more of wish you wish a game that you i want to finish some more backlog this yeah. coming year for I... sure I want to have better. This sounds like a professional or like an interview, but I want to have better game time management. Like, yeah. like I'm going to pre-order differently this year. Like maybe do less of that and do more of post purchasing after I'm done with the game. I'm already trying to figure out. I think I went ham with pre-ordering and then I got all the games and then I tried to do two hours here, two hours there, and I couldn't fully appreciate it. That was my October. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That was my full October. Um, but that would be a resolution for me. Yeah, like I know, uh, Craig R. We talked about it. Like you're, you're still, you got, you got to be Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So too, right? this is as like the closer, I guess, is the best way to do this. I, I what I would like for us to do as a podcast is for all of us to pick one game from our backlog that we will guarantee we will finish next year. Um, I will go first, and I'm gonna put myself on the spot and say Red Dead Redemption Two. I will finish that game next year. I will give it the time it deserves. I'm so tired of people always telling me this is one of the best stories and games of all time, and I have put like two hours into it. So I will beat that game this coming year. Barry? So like for me, I'm also in the same boat where like Red Dead Redemption 2, mm -hmm. but also like I, as much as I love the Witcher series TV show, I have never really gotten into the Witcher games. Okay. and. Witcher three, okay. like just got I that always update. just got that update. I, I feel like Witcher yeah. three is where I should go to because okay. it got the update and maybe do you want to lock time, it in? That, that's my issue. Uh, <laughs> that's my, you got to lock in one that you're guaranteeing that you will see through to completion before, uh, Craig, before we get here next year and are doing game of the year. Craig C, do you have one already? Can you give me some time to think while I'm, <laughs> Come on, you, there's got to be one that you're willing to bet the farm on that you will finish. I know our backlogs are big. Our backlogs are big, man. Um, and like, it would be a cop, because I'm playing three 
to four games right now. Like sure. I'm finishing, I'm finishing Requiem. I'm playing Evil West. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finishing. I'm like two hours away from being done with High on Life. And I, and like I feel like if I just say one of those, that's a cop out because I yeah. will be done with those. Yeah. Um. Like Maybe I kinda some, wanna... something Think you of, haven't started. Yeah. Something you haven't started, or something that's like you've played, but it's been like a year or two, and you're like, oh, I want to finish that game. Oh, can I embarrassingly tell you to sure. some game that I haven't played? I'm talking about it's still got plastic on it. Okay, that's a good. Yep. It's too old, though. I don't that's know how fair. y'all feel about that. No, it's fine. It's Ratchet, the, the Ratchet and Clank game. Rift Apart? Yeah. Okay, that could be your pick. That's still a good has, game. Still yeah. has plastic on it. I never played it. <laughs> I just It just got wedged in between two games I was playing, so I'll finish that. Okay. I'll play that. Ratchet and I'll Clank. Put it down. Barry. I I do I, I am also going I'm gonna go ahead and put Red Dead Redemption okay. 2 is what Red I want to finish. Too. I am I am not as like overwhelmed because like I'm afraid when I go to Witcher again, I'm still <laughs> going to be like I, I don't yep. know what to do. Like yep. what do I do with my hands? Kind of option I, here. Yeah. You're gonna love it. Okay, so and then we'll, we'll have a spoiler cast of Red Dead Redemption 2. So when we get to game of the year podcast in december of 2023 we will have these games done yes okay that we that we promise you i craig's getting off easy because ratchet and clank's like a 10-hour game yeah (laughs) ours is like a (laughs) hundred i could add one okay yeah yeah that's fair wait but i don't know it yet can i can i I don't know which one I was going to add. All right, like, how about this? I, just, I was just offering to add one. You think about adding another one, and when we get to our movies and TV shows top tens at the end of that, give us, give us your pick. I think two is fair. If we're if we're putting in a hundred hour Red Dead Redemption two game, I, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I I know if I have a chance to think about it, I'll have something by the time we do the TV. Okay, I know. Good. All right. Good. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening again. We really appreciate it, and we just hope that you continue to help us grow within these next couple of years. We are going on four years. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for everything I have planned uh, for it. Like personally, what I will tell you guys is I do want to start writing and getting actual video, like scripts type stuff, onto YouTube. Whether it's reviews for games, deep dives into games. A part of me wants to do a series where I force these two to play Kingdom Hearts and I try to explain I mean, it to them. I've already played them. Same. But now we're going to play them again. Now no. you're going to play them with me. No. It's, it's... Hey, <laughs> hey, that can be another one. I didn't finish Kingdom Hearts 3. I got to Toy Story. Okay. And I, and, and I said, there you go. I, said I'm tired of, I said, I don't know what's going on with Organization 13. No, you're absolutely right. I absolutely understand that one. Kingdom yep. Hearts 3 is a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's funny though. That's... <laughs> I didn't finish it, but in I'll end the podcast how we should. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your 2023. I hope you continue yes. to listen to us during 2023 and for the years to come. We'll see you guys next time. See Bye. You later. Happy New Year, y'all. <laughs>